I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. 2000, sorry, for 2004. And, oh, simpler times. Everybody's I feel like I was way younger. for that something. This is like one of the best American one Idol songs. Like the winning songs. There was this one, there's Kelly Clarkson had a big tune. Fantasia had a big tune. I wish I knew what you were referring to. I know they did, but I, but I never, can't remember them. I, can't remember. I know they did, and I can't remember them. <laughs> That's how I know this one bangs. Some find it in the faces of their children. Jeez. Some find it in the lovers' eyes. Okay, Marlon. Let them know. You're not feeling the motions. Yeah. <laughs> it was a lot. This is one of those. This is one of those songs lot. they sing in church with the white gloves. With the white gloves. <laughs> I was just thinking the exact same thing, bro. They're doing the hand signage. Oh my gosh. Oh man, I knew the girls. With, I knew girls that would wear tight dresses and purposely turn around. <laughs> Show the booty while the hands in church. You know, it's so funny. You know how like every like dance circle will have that one move that's like the ah, that's the finisher, and like the Mm. crowd goes crazy. The crowd goes crazy for the white gloves when it's just one of these. (laughs) When when the gloves are rising, oh, you know what I seen one time a girl went like this. She changed the game on them. Hold up, (laughs) the song was talking about breaking through your trial, your trauma, your trials and tribulations, and Shorty went. (laughs) You know I what's know. crazy she is I've crumping. never seen the white gloves before you never seen you never the white seen gloves the white in gloves. church? No It's an like experience I never went to the right church I guess Or I did go yeah. to the right church It's one of those moments where you're like <laughs> If aliens came here right now <laughs> and they saw How us. do I explain what's happening? Yeah It's like when I saw the mask singer I don't know if you guys saw this clip of the mask singer This is honestly the most bizarre show I love it it's that I've ever show. seen, I and I great. know it has got to have come from Asia. <laughs> <laughs> this is sure. it, it does stream Asia bro, all over. I feel sure. like Asian TV—they've made everything uh, so many times that they're just like, let's just fucking try whatever. Just put a frog in a frog. Why not? They had a clip of the mass singer. We don't have to record, do we? Nah. Okay. They had a, a clip of the masked singer, and you know how they do that like big reveal? That's not really a big reveal, and everybody's like, oh, who could it be? Yeah, yeah. Wow, little Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. They pull the top of the snail shell off, and they wait for like 10 minutes for the person to pop out, and it's Kermit the Frog. I'm like, Kermit the Frog was not operating and dancing in this costume. Bro, I mean, I'm like, that means you guys had to have stopped everything. In front of the crowd, brought in the puppet, put them inside the, the costume, and then done the reveal. 
Because Kermit the Frog is not dancing. <laughs> like, that's crazy. Well, I mean, me. like, Kermit the Frog has a person operating it. So the person was probably in there that whole time. Imagine if the actual person. That's, that's some Kermit. dedication. That would be crazy. Oh, if he was my inside, goodness. from inside the costume while I'm just doing the Kermit. And then he's got to, like, <laughs> that's why they took 10 minutes to reveal uh, him. He's, like, trying to put it on his hand. Yeah. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense, actually. Somebody else is here. Jordan. Oh, hey. Patreon gang is in this bitch. Shout out to the Patreon gang. Hi, Patreon. Joining us What's every up? week live, mm. 6.30, every Tuesday. Mm. Patreon gang is in here. They add to this to this show. They're, you guys are the new yes, co-hosts, sir. man. I love it. I mm-hmm. love it. Um, how's y'all weeks? Norm is back, people. I'm home. I'm home. Jeez. Looking kind of fresh. Both of y'all look fresh today. I, I love mean, that I will t-shirt, say that. man. That I t-shirt mean, is I mean, crazy. It is nice out. Mm-hmm. The kneecaps had to get some vitamin D. Where'd you get D. the shorts mm-hmm. from? Uh, the shorts I got on ASOS. Sauce. I think ASOS. 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 Tomato, tomato. ASOS. Biopic, ASOS. Whatever. Forget about it, huh? Forget, forget about it. How's your week? Good. It's great, man. I know it was great, great for you, my brother. Montreal, you know when you get to Montreal. How was the xenophobia? Uh, you know, <laughs> anybody call you a chink? I wasn't around it. I wasn't around it. Luckily, good, good. good. Uh, I was, I was to myself. The only fucked up thing is, you know, the city bikes that we have here. Yeah, in, mm-hmm. in Montreal they call them Bixies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was riding on the street called uh, Notre Dame, I think, in an area called Saint Henry, Saint Saint Henri, Saint Henri, Henri. And uh, <laughs> I had I went and purchased this dope hat from a, a company called Cartier. Sorry, Cartier. 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 I wouldn't have Cartier. guessed it. Cartier. And uh, as I, I, I as I as I took off the. Um, I, as I as I got off the bike and rang the doorbell because it was an upstairs store, mm-hmm. one of those nice New York style boutiques. Mm. So I, I opened the door. and I'm like, "Do I need to bring the bike in?" He looked at me. He's like, hey. "He just gave me kind of like, a, hey, it's up to you if Do you, you want speak to speak a French." Yeah, I was just like, ah, "You know, I'll be quick, right?" And I'm like, "Yeah, you'll be quick." So I went up, copped the hat, went back downstairs. Bike was gone, yo! Oh my god! Yo, they, they taxed my city bike. <laughs> Someone pre-dude the Bruh. whole time. The funny thing was, the whole time I'm like, should I leave this here? I was trying to go into this gate. I was trying to open the gate to see if I could put it in the gate behind the gate. Gate wouldn't open. I'm like, man, I'll be quick. It's Montreal. And as I was going up the stairs, <laughs> they won't steal my shit. I go like this, man. If they steal it, anyways, I'll call the cops right away. <laughs> Yo, I called the cops right away. Did they you? didn't even come, bro. They didn't show up. I sat in the park waiting they for them. They can hear the Filipino wow. in your tone. They're like, he's not Francophone. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. That's crazy. So what happened? Did they you just, get charged or whatever? They the just company? charged me the max they for the charge. Day? Yeah, for the day. I think it gets goes up to like fifty bucks. And then if they don't locate the bike, that's a hundred dollars. So they're not going to locate. Well, Damn. actually, somebody might have just used it and returned it. Now I'm pretty sure the person who stole a, stole a bike before, a Bixie specifically, and knew, okay, this thing's going to lock in three hours. Mm. Let's just kill it. And I just, it was fresh. I just pulled so it, it off the meter. I when believe the time is up. But I, but I asked him, I'm like, yo, why can't you just lock it now? And just say, fuck that person. Yeah, like, like just like a find my iPhone app. Just. 
Yeah, lock no, off. No, no, he's mid. They, they he's mid LA. bike. Yeah, <laughs> I was flying. thinking that. Just stop that shit while he's riding, <laughs> so that boy can carve Mayak law. Oh man, but they don't. What if it was a woman? What if it was a woman? They have a button woman that just says karma. <laughs> Whoever took it reserve, deserves their karma. Oh, they just have gosh. that button. Their karma. I yes. want. I want to see that 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 Wayne's World scene. When Stacy's riding the bike, she's like, "Hi, Wayne, hi," <laughs> and flip over the car yeah. on the bike. That's what I want to see. Have you guys ever fell off a bike? Oh hell yeah! You fell, ever fell off of a bike? Of course I have. <laughs> Has everyone fallen <laughs> off a bike? I'm sure. Is that just a normal thing? Yes. What I'm cuts sure. did you get though? It depends on the what. The same kind one that of... I got right now on my knee from falling. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so you got the knees? My knee. Your knees. Yeah, I got my knee. My left knee has a scar Yours shaped the, as Africa. The wrist, Africa. You got a, a knee one. This one right here. Oh, it does yeah. look like Africa. Actually, it looked like a unicorn in mid-jump, like an Air Jordan jump. Oh, my God. Art. <laughs> you yeah. ever fall off a bike? Oh, that nigga got the scar. He got a metal rod in his dick. Oh. <laughs> Ew. Solid as a rock. That's funny just seeing like a brace around his dick. I lost my dick in Nam. Were you fighting? No, I was riding a bike. Oh, my God. The brand of the bike was called Nom. <laughs> Nom bikes. Um, I always got, I always got the uh, what's it called, the palm ones, yeah. where you slide like oh, yeah, I'd Superman sure. that hole and then oh. just skid. Like I got that two or three times. Once across the car, the other time just like not across the car. Yeah, like across the car, like a movie scene. Mm. Like I Superman across it and slid. Like it was so lucky. Like the timing because the person stopped at that exact time. That's scary shit. And I fell over before they even stopped. And so a second difference, and it would have been a instead of a brace. Yes. <laughs> and it was crazy, man. Yeah. It's either it's either you hit them or they hit you. Yeah, Luckily yeah, yeah. you Damn. hit them. Yeah. I, see I that on my um bitch. I fell many times. I used to be out in the cottage country area all the time. You seem very accident <laughs> prone for some reason. I am. She, just being as, as a tall person. Knee walking down I the am. stairs. Right? Okay. I wasn't walking down the stairs. I was just walking on the ground. Okay? Just on the ground? Yes. Same level. <laughs> no, it was kind of like a hill. See, it was multi-level, right? All right, yeah. all right. See? I know you ain't that clumsy. <laughs> I don't know why I'm picturing you riding like a rock. You ever had those where you step somewhere because you think it's the same level as somewhere else? All the time. All of a sudden, you're like, you buckle like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Those hurt. And while you're by yourself, you just have to laugh by yourself. You ever laugh at yourself? Like, all the you time. hurt yourself? Like- I have to laugh all my time, all by myself all the time, because I fall and I hurt myself so much. So, you know? Yeah. Um, but I speaking about bike riding, I actually went bike riding with my two brothers this weekend. Hey. Okay. Yeah. Um, my brother texted me, like, because I told my him, legs, I'm like, I'm going to come ass. out. <laughs> No, I text them. I'm like, I'm going to come out to Mississauga. And, like, we could, I don't know, go for a walk, ice cream, something, right? And um, he texts me, can you even ride a bike? I was like, oh. <laughs> Fighting words. That's how you're going to do me, broski? I was like, yo. Do you even know me? No, you don't. <laughs> I'm your sister and you don't even know me. She's you like, I rode a bike to school They don't know day. me. That's what's crazy because they don't realize that I've lived a whole life. Like, it's hard to imagine. Just because they don't really know me. It's hard to imagine. <laughs> but yeah, so I went out to Mississauga. 
and we rode the bike for a couple of hours. I was bust within the first 15 minutes. I was like, God damn, y'all. And my ankle still hurt too. So like, even when we were riding up like the hills a little and I, you know how you, you stand, stand up oh. and I was like, oh, I couldn't do it anymore. I had to like get off every time I had to go Down. up the hill because my ankle just really, really hurt. And yeah. Uh, That's annoying. Goldie talks, Goldie Cox texts me <laughs> saying, babe, can you please be extra, extra safe? And I was like, oh, you don't have faith in me that Im gonna be fine. Everybody, everybody know <laughs> your clutch. Man, I, oh, I, I picture you, I can picture. you even ride a bike, nigga? You know what I'm saying? Boyfriend, like, baby, please. Where's the knee pads? I bought you a helmet. <laughs> I picture you looking like a baby giraffe on a bike for some reason. Just like Bambi? I'm not laughing. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little shaky at first. I hadn't been on one in a might while. To do but, a, you know? We might have to do an extra gravy bike. Uh, what is Bike-a-thon? that? Bike-a-thon? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Just go all the way down Lakeshore. Have you heard, oh, to, have you heard of a, there's a ba- bike club called the Mandem Mandem oh, CC? Yeah, yeah. Mandem CC. Shout out to the Mandem CC too. Mandem CC, Gildem CC. They do these dope like Mandem, Gildem rides. They started at like the start of quarantine and man, it just grew. I watched that grow and grow and grow into something just... Like bigger than I think they even imagined it would become. It was it's it's crazy. It's really dope. But there's a crazy uh, a whole scene of bikers coming into the into the city like rolling deep. The homie like rides with them. They they roll like 70, 80 deep, just shutting down the streets. Like actual bikers. Just guys riding like regular, not like motorcycles. They're called not motorcycles. Just uh, regular bikes. The SE. They call them uh, <coughs> the ones with the big old wheels. The Tour de France ones. Wheels, mm-hmm. The thicker wheels. Ones. Oh, the not, mountain not bikes. The skinny joints. Some people come out with the skinny joints and the regular mountain bikes and whatnot. But then there's the dudes the with the with SE the big, rippers. Big, big, big. Oh, okay. The rippers. They okay. Call them. Yeah, yeah. The big ass rippers. Yeah. And, you know the cats that are just riding doing the wheelies yeah. for like 10, mm-hmm. 15 minutes straight. So they just ride and take over the street. It's crazy. Especially with like Lakeshore and all that shit closed down right now on the weekends. Bikers are like the raccoons of the street. Oh my like, gosh. Drivers hate them. <laughs> the oh they my are gosh. sworn we got, enemies. We got so, somebody got mad at us. They were like, do you not see that there's a bike lane? Because we were driving on the uh, sidewalk. And it's like, no, we're in Mississauga. I don't think that there's bike lane. I don't bikers realize take, that there's bike lanes listen, here. Listen, bikers take that lane very seriously. Yeah. I remember we stopped. Just to get a curbside pickup of some Kush on Davenport. <laughs> See? So we pull over. Uh, <laughs> there was no bikers for, like, you couldn't see anybody, right? Mm-hmm. It's going to take a minute and a half, literally. I already called ahead, paid everything, just literally picking it up. I go to pick it up, turn back around, I see a biker coming through. Stops at my girl's car, bangs on the window. What the fuck are you doing here? And just rides off. I'm like, you fucking stupid. I powered yeah, up so uh, quick. Yo, man. You know when you see a man, quick? you know you see a man violate, and your girls are out, and you know I could dummy this guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, ooh, this might be a time to get some points. <laughs> and I saw this oh, guy, baby, and I'm like, so strong. <laughs> saw this thing, I'm like, yo, dog, are you stupid? Blah, blah blah. He came off the bike. He was taller than I thought. I was like, yo, my bad, dog. You have a good one. <laughs> like, that turned around quick. Would you encourage the fight or be like, babe, are you going to defend us or what? Or would you just let it slide? I know Alicia's making a man defend her honor. <laughs> I saw that face for okay, sure. I can see Alicia not wanting violence. I can see that. I at least want to see what? you try so I can turn you down and say don't. I feel like it I just don't. I feel like don't. it depends on the level of disrespect. But the thing is, is that I'm more likely to like pop off 
at the mouth first. You know what I mean? I don't Something know. You're happens. a de-escalator, though. I've seen, we've had a number of stories from yes. her where she's yeah. de-escalating and yeah. trying to calm down a situation. And you I end up getting and it. Then and then you catch a stray. You don't want to end up catching a stray like, for sure. everything's changed, Marlon. <laughs> Is her a villain origin story? <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, like I, I have had a very bad past where I just, you know, I just pop off all the time, like especially with men. It's new, never really women; it's always men. Like they do something disrespectful, and I'm just going, you yeah. know. Especially yeah. if I got alcohol in my system. Mm. Everybody so. in Patreon gang saying they're going off. Sam says she's going off. Yeah, see, just because you touched the car, right? Up. Exactly. I was like, "Yo, is this guy Don't touch my fucking car." Are you dumb? Oh, that. It costs more than your little bike. <laughs> <laughs> Uh oh, the little's back. Oh my gosh. Um, hey, there's some expensive yeah. ass bikes out there, though. People be spending like three Not G's on a bike. more expensive than my car, okay? True, true. <laughs> Are they paying 40000 for it? No. 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 <laughs> I can't see any bike costing 40000 Maybe 10000 times. Maybe one of those like Snoop Dogg bikes. You know those ones that are like gold? The low logo. The low riders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The low riders. Maybe I, I can see one of those probably going for like. A collector's item, probably. Because custom, you know, custom, yeah. custom made joints. Yeah. yeah. They'd yeah. be using real gold. They'd be using like diamonds and shit like that. Like yeah. some stupid yeah. stuff. They have a motor on them. <laughs> it's, been, it's been dipped in some like chromed out holy water. What's the shit? dumbest thing you're going to do when you're rich? I want a gold plated chicken bone. What the fuck? All right. Oh my gosh. You just reminded me about my dad. <laughs> Please uh, show us the connection there. <laughs> what do you? What's the dumbest thing you spend money on? A gold-plated chicken bone, <laughs> Daddy? <laughs> Father? <laughs> Father? What no. just happened? <laughs> so, wh- what led you to father? How how did gold-plated chicken bone lead to? <laughs> Please do explain. Oh my gosh! No, on Saturday. <laughs> Because my dad is just so weird and he's so awkward, okay? First of all, when I see him, I haven't seen my father since December 2019, okay? Okay. And when I pull up to their house, we're outside. His, like, kids come, like, my brothers come out. His wife comes out. Then he finally comes out. And I'm sitting there on the chair and this man comes and he goes like this. And he shakes my hand. Oh, Jesus. Like, really shakes my hand. And I'm just like... Are you serious? You're not, you're not gonna, like, why so were you, were you hoping for a hug? I don't care. You didn't have to do anything. Why are you shaking my why head Why are you making for? it like, like the worst <laughs> and most awkward <laughs> greeting ever? His wife just looked at him like, the fuck is wrong with you? Why are you so awkward for? I feel like he practiced that in the mirror so many times and just choked. Last <laughs> second, was like, oh. <laughs> oh my mirror, gosh, like, have you ever seen that hey, TikTok? Daughter? No, where it was like the boy, ask, like... Um, talking himself up to ask his dad to play football. I love that. And then guy. he went to the thing, I and then it was the guy. dad talking himself. I told into you guys like- about that nigga, man. I was like, yo, this guy's the funniest person on social media. I don't care. Yeah, that was hilarious. So that's video. my dad. He like talked himself into how he's gonna greet me, and he just said. <laughs> And I was like, okay. And then he was like, oh, no, I got to put my mask on. He had two masks that he put on before he could try to hug me. I was like, this is really fucking weird. Like, <laughs> two masks? Not one, but two. That nigga used to gym me up twice. <laughs> He's like, I don't want no more mistakes. Gym <laughs> it up twice and he still lesson. had you. So, we're At least she's a fighter. At least she's a fighter. <laughs> 
we're standing there talking or whatever. And um, I like Michelle or his wife, whatever, Michelle, uh, she's telling me she's asking me all these questions about brand partnerships and stuff like that. So I told her I'm like the last one I worked with is KFC. And she's like, I just don't get it. Why? And then my dad, I don't know where he was like, oh, my gosh, my dad. My dad used to take us to KFC. So it's like the same thing we both have. Chicken. There's the connection. <laughs> connection to the KFC. But I should, no, I guess I should preference. That's amazing. I should preference that my grandfather just passed away on Thursday. Uh-huh. His dad, right? So out of nowhere, he Sorry was just like, that. it's okay. Um, out of nowhere, he was just like, my dad, he used to take us for chicken on Sundays or whatever. And I was just like, okay. And I was like, my memories of you, um, he used to live in Mississauga on Dundas. And there was a KFC right in front of his apartment. Five and ten? Uh, no, it was. Um, <laughs> I was hate it. that fucking. That's it like was like worst. Dundas and Cawthra or something like that. Okay. Near like the near the Chinatown. Near the Chinatown. I live you live there. I live in Mississauga. I know my streets. He's so mad. He's fighting the narratives now. <laughs> this week on narratives. <laughs> Um, and so I just remember I was like five years old or something like that. And we got KFC and my dad would just eat the whole fucking bone. <laughs> yes. No, not from KFC. No, my though. pops does the same shit. They'll, they'll, they'll like, chew the bone and suck the marrow. I do too, yes. but not from KFC. Like you don't do that from people on road. That's what your parents teach you. If you're gonna nam the bone, nam the bone at home. Because yeah. then you know the bone in the comfort of your own home. Sure. Nam the bone at home. Don't go on the road just naming up people bone and things. <laughs> <laughs> you just you can't do them thing, the man. <laughs> so like, well, no bone is safe around my dad. No bone is safe around me either, man. Like, hey, that marrow inside, healthy Jamaican thing. Enough nutrient and nutrients in there, you know. <laughs> Oh my gosh! As a Nutriment little and supplegen, some supplegen, supplegen. As a five-year-old, I was very traumatized by it, and yeah. I don't think that's. I think that's the reason why I don't like chicken on the boat now, because I just seen him like go oh, at it. I'm just like, oh, that like that's so nasty. Wait, you nam boneless chicken exclusively? No, I will, but like but I prefer not. But oh, that's okay. what she was saying. She, she, she yeah. rather boneless chicken. Yeah, yeah I don't boneless like, meat. And then um, my like brother. It's for a phone with no data. <laughs> nah. The phone just gives it, you know, that 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 zhuzh, that uh, razzle dazzle. Uh, That's just phone, a phone with no iMessage. Yeah, That's all. So it's an Android. It's an Android. <laughs> <laughs> you need Android Big chicken. Big phone. Big phone. <laughs> um, but yeah, and my brother was like so shocked and mind blowing because he was like, he does that now. And I was like, yeah. He's never changed and he never will. <laughs> See, as I know, Sam Black, the bones at KFC are, are not, not it. it. <laughs> you have to know where to nab your bones from. If you're going to a Chinese restaurant, it's nab gotta, your bones. It's got to be a stewed bone. A stewed bone or like, uh, yeah, no, if it's a fried bone, just don't even bother. Yeah, I don't have the flavors. You know? Don't even bother, man. But yeah, when you said gold bone, that's what I thought about, like a chick- gold chicken bone. Like, mm. I'm scarred from chicken bones. I just see my dad sitting there well, in that ghetto ass apartment. Eating like, the bone. The, 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 the funny thing is, like, with, I'm pretty sure you pictured like a chicken bone with like all the meat taken off it, mm-hmm. with that like one thin, yep. like spiky bone on the chicken mm-hmm. leg. <laughs> that one spiky bone. You know what I'm saying? When you but break no, it, right? And then you just gotta rip it off. Right? <laughs> Look like it got a Q-tip tip. Anyways, um, I I 
I was talking about like a chicken with like one bite taken out of it, like that cartoon oh. looking chicken. Okay, you know, okay, mm. I had that a, a, a pendant. Like if I had a gold chain, <laughs> oh my god, and blinged you just out. Have it it's so different if yeah. he has it from if I have it. I feel like I feel like that's very like ludicrous. I feel like ludicrous. I feel, what I had yeah. to I feel like that. a you know? chicken bone is hanging off my necklace. Yeah, yeah. feels like a midget chicken bone. All right, same thing. Same thing. <laughs> she said it. <laughs> Keep me out of it. Cancel culture. That's what she thinks about little man. <laughs> Got a little chicken bones. Got a little bone. Got a little bone to him. Hold what on, would you hold buy? Up. Hold up. What would I buy? Yeah. Dumbest thing I'd buy. Fuck. I never even thought about this. Dumbest thing I'd buy. All right, come back to me. <laughs> yeah! Yeah! Yeah, yeah! Welcome back. Extra gravy show. Welcome mm. back, all you motherfuckers. It's good to see you. It's fucking hot outside. It's but a beautiful day. Screw you, Tom. To give your fellow coworker the finger. Oh. Fuck your manager too Wow um, Don't get suspended please Screw you Spencer I will not be paying your bills <laughs> I hate you <laughs> I hate this voice mm. I don't know what's happening It's the full house <laughs> Family I, matters I, I would like Boyette to open voice. up something that's so pointless Like I think that <laughs> that would be the funnest thing for me Is opening somewhere up that's like so pointless Or just like it's a store that just doesn't make sense like, it's like I got antiques, but I've also got aquariums. Just a bunch of random shit. I got oxtail in the back. I got roti. No, in that's the what front. it's got to be. It's got to be oxtail and something random. <laughs> something random. So I'm like, welcome to oxtail and rims. Oxtail and durags. Oxtail and durags. Ooh. And then all the durags are on oxtail mannequins. Uh, no. uh, I lost you all on that one. I saw that. I saw the dream. I saw the the glitter no. just leave your eyes. I just picture I just picture the bones piercing through the dude. Right? I was like, I was like, ah, that right, like, right. Nah, nah, right. That ain't it. You had us, but yeah, no. You had me. You had me at antiques. Um, I missed that antique show, man. Is it still on? Antique Roadshow. That shit was crack. Yeah. Was it on TLC? I can't remember. <laughs> but I just remember that it would be on a random, like a random Saturday night, like yeah. eight, <laughs> for no reason at all, just be on TV. You see the guy who sold a watch? Yo, nigga. For like a hundred thou, like, uh, yo, this guy brought a Rolex. Recently? It was a, it was a while back. Mm. But my man brought a Rolex. And it was like a one of a kind piece. And the guy thought it was going to be like 10,000, 20,000. I got like a hundred plus thou. Like, Jeez. Freaking out. Dog, I seen people bring gold-plated chicken bones and still not get no money. <laughs> <laughs> and then someone will bring like an old plastic Disney princess plate. Yeah. Oh, this is worth twenty thousand. I don't know I if you know where those. this is from. But, uh, <laughs> I don't know where if you know where this is from. But Walt Disney was racist when he made these. Um, he hated Jews, mm. and that's why the price. Is where you see it. Yes, the racism uh, has appreciated in value. As you can see, Snow White's nose a little larger than usual. Still snowy. A jewel. <laughs> like <laughs> they just go through that whole shit. They they say the weirdest reasons as to why certain antiques have value have this value. Yeah. And honestly, now that I'm thinking about it's it, so random and preposterous at times. I want to go back and watch it because I guarantee you everything white was was high up. Anything Italian, Parisian, all those European countries. 
probably high in value. They probably brought like Mansu Mansu Musa gold, and they said, "Yeah, no, this is this is like twenty twenty thirty dollars." I can give you for this. Um, but yeah, no that that show. I might parody that. Hmm. 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 Yes. Go to Value Village and buy a bunch of stuff. <laughs> or, or just use my own thing. <laughs> I'll just use my own shit that I already have. And just <laughs> the whole parody will be like, this is the actual price. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, this is 34 56 sir. Um, how is your week other than, you know, the biking? Other than the biking, my grandfather passing. Um, Were you close with your grandfather? No. Okay. Yeah, it's my dad's dad. So, you know, like. Just that whole side of the family you're not particularly close with? Um, my cousins, you know. Mm. I'm definitely a lot closer, and that's because I made the connection with them. Um, but, yeah, when it comes to, like, the aunts and uncles, grandparents, I wasn't that close. So, mm. yeah, I haven't seen him since uh, 2019, and then before that it was, like, decades. You know what I mean? Mm. So, um, But he fought the good fight. He had cancer for, like, 12 years. Damn. Off a gunshot yeah. for the, for the eye. He's a fighter. Did he 12 live? years. Wow. 12 years. Did he yeah. live a full life in those last 12 years? Um, I mean, he still did what he had to do. You know what I'm saying? He was still happy, dancing. Still out here not loving these hoes. <laughs> I know. He was married to my grandmother for 60 years. Jeez! Nine wow. kids. He had 10 kids in total. Nine with my grandmother. Wow. wow. That's mm-hmm. a soldier. Damn. Yeah. Pumping them out, too. For sure. Pump, pump, pump it up. Man had his maca root pills mm-hmm. on deck. <laughs> Drinking um, magnums. <laughs> Magnum roots. Yeah. I had an awkward interaction with my dad years and years and years mm-hmm. ago. And I made it actually uh, a stand-up joke. I don't know if I ever did this one in front of you, but it's like uh, I went to No Frills after church. Mm-hmm. It was my birthday. Go to No Frills. My mom's like, bro, we're going to pick up some stuff. And I'm in the aisle, <clears throat> and he just turns into the aisle. So I was walking down, I'm like, Dad? Dad? <laughs> and he sees me, he's like, Oh, hey. And I'm like, Hey. Hi. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. Good. Keeps walking. And I'm like, <laughs> I was like, Oh, uh, shit. Just like that. That nigga so, cold blooded, bloody. <laughs> for some reason, in that moment, I started thinking about my Annie biography. <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna talk and about this moment. It was that moment. moment. <laughs> it was that moment. You know that uh, that, he that old shit. show where the the white guy, the kid, he like narrate, but he was an adult voice narrating uh, his Wonder life years. as a kid. Wonder years. Yeah, yeah. I used to think I was in Wonder Years when I was a kid. <laughs> no, young Fred Savage. Oh Yo, gosh. that's probably like, <laughs> yeah. When I was a kid, I used to think. There was someone narrating my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would think that there was uh, commentators, like sports commentators, like think like inside what, the inside the NBA called? TNT with Chuck and all those guys. Yeah. Picture one of those panels in my mind, <laughs> oh my <gosh. laughs> commentating on my life. <laughs> okay, and. And so Marvin's crazy. about to stick his penis into her poopum for the first oh time. <laughs> it seems as though he has put on his condom wrong, but let's hope it lasts. They definitely they call saw that it Durex one. for a reason. <laughs> that was definitely my my Durex virginity story. Thank you for that. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, there's actually I saw a video that said children who grew up in religious homes in religious households. 
constantly will have an imagination where somebody is watching or viewing their life from an outside perspective. Mm. And I was like, <gasps> like I used to always that's think that's crazy. Too. Because just like God, it's somebody that you can't see that can see everything that you're doing that is either the holding Truman you show. accountable. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's what like I used Truman to think. Show. The Truman yeah. Show. That was what you were <laughs> doing. <laughs> See, I know everybody's got their thing. Everybody's got I mean, their like, thing. I'm like, am I on the Truman Show? Like, why do I feel like people are just watching me, laughing at me, making a fool of myself? Facts. Facts. I really dead ass oh thought people gosh. were like, and I would like picture what people throughout my life. I'm like, okay, she's going to be in the biography. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Which teacher? I would be in school every year. I'd be like, Let's see. I'm like auditioning teachers. The <laughs> I'm like, There's only one teacher that can ever make the cut. And I don't even know if they're alive anymore. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't yeah. be checking on my teachers like that. And that's the other thing. How do these people like keep such tabs on their teachers? They got the well, I, old person that worked at the convenience store when they growing <laughs> up. Like everybody in the movie. I still um, talk to one of my teachers from middle school. Mm. She's on my Facebook and my <clears throat> Instagram. And um, she'll hit me up sometimes. Like when I was on the radio, she, asked, she used to be like, we're listening to you on the radio. And then I'd be like, what class do you have? And I'd shout them out and they'd be so excited. That's and lit. she'd ask me to do like career stuff and whatever. Yeah. I actually am supposed to do a video for her. This would be such a Damn. different story if it was a guy teacher. Oh yeah, yeah, no, it was a girl, it was a girl. But Isn't honestly, that crazy? You could be an innocent guy who just wants to check up on his kids, and even in today's age, mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of guy teachers have that ability to keep yeah. tabs like that. Yeah, um, there's one, there's one teacher who ran into my mom when she was at work or whatever, and asked about me. It was a guy teacher. Um, he was like younger and stuff. Mm. Yeah, she's single. No, she's <laughs> like twenty five now, right? <laughs> she's old enough. <laughs> oh man, yo, um, seeing your teachers yeah. outside of school, oh, wild and weird. It's always the mall for me. Never <laughs> anywhere else. I've seen at least four or five teachers at the mall. I've seen one. So where my grandma lives, um, one time I decided to go trick-or-treating in the houses across from where she lived and I knocked on the door and it was one of my teachers, Miss Addie. And she like opened the door and I was like, oh, you live here? <laughs> That's crazy. That is wild. Yeah. What, is the, what are the odds? <laughs> I, I, I met a, uh, a daughter of a teacher that I used to... Oh, really? That, that I used to have... Mr. Woldiasis was his name. It was the weirdest. Like he had Jesus as his name in his name, but for some reason it was pronounced Woldiasis. Oh, and um, Mexican? No, I think he was like Ethiopian or Somalian or something. It was, hmm. it was interesting. Anyhow, interesting. Uh, I remember one day he was like he called me crazy in class. He's like, "You need to stop. You're crazy." Gaslighting. And I use that as an excuse to flip out. And I was like, don't call me crazy. My father used to call me crazy. And I flipped my desk over. (laughs) Did he actually used to call you crazy? No, no. I made that shit up in a moment. I'm like, don't ever call me crazy again. My father used to call me crazy. I flipped the the desk. I turned around and everyone looked at me. I smiled. I I walked (laughs) And then years later, I met the homegirl. His daughter, and she's like, at, 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 I forget what club it was, but she was like, yeah, my father was a teacher. He used to, oh, I, I told her the school I went to. She's like, oh, my dad used to teach at that school. I'm like, what was his name? And I'm like, yo. I told her the story. She's like, 
You're that guy. My father has traumatized from that moment. He, he never knew how to be around kids and students after that moment. He felt like he crossed the line. You changed his life. No, I changed his life. Wow. You altered the course of a man's life as a child. Wow. With a fake little prank. Like, no, I'm not crazy. My dad oh my gosh. The only time I ever like really freaked out in class, there's this one time, <laughs> this one time in grade eight, this kid like he always used to pick on me right yeah and he's a, just a fat guy he's not even necessarily bigger stronger cooler none of that mm. he's just a chubby guy who's just angry <laughs> and most he, of them were <laughs> most of them were <laughs> and he just would always pick on me like say little jokes here and there here and there so one day we're in the class and we're all chilling i'm joking around with this girl that he likes and he's over there brewing in anger. Oh, he's oh. he's livid. You can see it, right? And he prote- he has his lunch bag on him, and it's like a it's a lunch bag, but there's a plastic casing like <laughs> as the framework, right? <laughs> and so he's pretending. He starts going like I see him start like spinning around with it, and he disappears from my peripheral vision. But I just saw him spinning around with it, right? Didn't think anything of it. He was across the room. Two minutes later, I feel bat in the back of my head. Damn. And I turn around and it's him, mm. right? Keep in mind at this point, <laughs> I had never gotten into a fight. Yes. Not once in my life. Like, serious, serious fight. And I think that was yours. Oh, I was just oh. drinking yours? I'm bad. I thought you Nigga, you disrupted the story. <laughs> Fuck out the frame. He just knocked the mind. I thought y'all was pouring me some shit. <laughs> but anyway, so then now I, I go, I he slaps me up the back of the head, and the everybody in the class is like, oh, he touched you. So now it's not only that, it's not only that he hit me, it's that he hit me and people saw it. Mm. Right? It's different when somebody <laughs> hits you and nobody see you could probably try to play it off. But he hit me in the back of the head and everybody saw. And even the girl I was talking to was just like, she was just sitting there like. <laughs> and so the look on her face made me think, oh, he did that on purpose. Mm. Right? And I already saw the play. Mm. And so now I, I'm in my head, I'm like trying to make a quick decision. I'm like, okay, do I fight? I've never gotten into a fight. <laughs> like, what do I do? And <laughs> I just start, my fa- I was already angry. So my face like. <sighs> and I sat down, I kid you not. This was the start of lunch, okay? I sat down until there was like probably 10 minutes left of lunch. Mm-hmm. Just like this. <laughs> you like, kids like now were the scary ones. Because you don't even know what the fuck they're going to do. Hour, I sat there like... <laughs> and everyone sitting around me like... Girls like, oh my God, Marlon, no, calm down. Marlon. And then like, it was going on for so long that people were like... Just started having side conversations, right? <laughs> so, like, what do you so think he's gonna do? Me, like, Five dollars that I've never you. seen him this angry. <laughs> I know he really hurt him. And like another man's like, "Yo, dog, Marley can't fight that nigga." <laughs> <laughs> and now, so I'm hearing certain things that are making me like want to laugh. And you're cooling and so down like, already, but you gotta hold the face. You gotta <laughs> hold the face, bro. You gotta commit. You gotta commit, bro. And I'm trying to hold the face. And then I'm like, I gotta go. I got to just do it because if I don't do it, everybody's going to think I'm a pussy. I got to just do it. And I sprung out the chair and just, (laughs) I just bear hugged him. I I thought, I'm like, okay, I'll Goldberg spare him. Like, cause I was big into wrestling them times. I'm like, oh, I'm going to give him the Goldberg spare. It's a rat. 
So I went to go get him, but he's so fucking chubby <laughs> that like it looked like a hug, and like he didn't really fall over because I'm so skinny. And he he <laughs> and just so thought he you just were hugging him, like stumbled over some desks, and nothing happened, and I'm just th- standing there hugging this nigga. <laughs> <laughs> it completely backfired. Everyone knew it was a pussy from then on. And, uh, yeah. Like, did you go to fight him or Nobody did you go to hug him? Bro, no. Everyone made fun of me. It was so. It was oh so fucking God. bad. And it happened in the cafeteria. <laughs> oh, it happened man. in the in the classroom. In the classroom. Because oh, that's oh. what you used to eat in your class. Like we just we had just gotten that school right. Okay. It's like the school had just been built, so like there was no cafeteria or anything like that. We just had to eat in our class. Mm. And yeah. Let me tell you, I have so many stories from when I was a kid, fighting teachers, fighting kids. Look like a <laughs> Maury baby. Oh. <laughs> you, you, people were catching you. I can see Alicia. Catch me outside. How about that? I can see Alicia on Maury. So I have one story, um, and it's connected to the teacher one, too. Um, There's this girl named Brittany. So fucking annoying. Oh, my God. And she was fat, too, right? So, like, everybody used to make fun of her because you're, like, you can't be annoying and fat. Like, you know what I mean? Take a like, struggle. Like, that's what they used to do. They used to hurt her. <laughs> Like, God damn. <laughs> nah, but for real, like that's just how it was when you're little. Like facts. You, <laughs> big facts. If you were fat and annoying, that's yeah. a wrap. Like I, everybody yeah. just hates well, you. If you're annoying you know? in general, don't be anything else. <laughs> anything else. <laughs> don't even be annoying. You gotta <laughs> like, fuck. That's a fact. That is a fact. So I remember like me and her just used to always have beef. Cause like I just I literally knew her from before. And I was just like, girl, like grow up, okay? Yeah. And we were in the lunchroom, and somebody went and threw an apple at her head. Did she think it was you right away? And I was beside her, and she thought it was me. Wow. And she took her lunch bag thingy with the metal, whatever, and she hit me. Like, she tried to hit me with it. And I was like, bitch, the fuck? I took her head. I slammed it into the uh, whiteboard. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Oh my God! You spawn of the devil. And then she like ran off and told the guidance counselor. Got right. (laughs) Got her ass out of the class, Miss. No, she went. You let him know that she hit you first. Yeah. And then what happened? No, no, no. So like, she went to the guidance counselor. So she didn't even go to like the principal or like a teacher. Is she white? She just went to yeah. And so it's over. She went to the guidance counselor, (laughs) and the guidance counselor came and got me, and I sat in her office. She was like, "What's going on?" Why'd you do that? I was like, because a little bitch hit me. Like, hello, out of nowhere. And just because somebody else threw an apple at her head doesn't mean you come after me. Like, yeah. you know, she hates me. She's racist. Now, Alicia, and- you know you're <laughs> taller than all the girls. No, but she was just like, okay, well, you know that there's like, she really thinks that you always bully her. And she thinks that you're always mean. And I don't think that of you, but I think that she just like really wants to be your friend. And I was like, hell not. Like, I was like, me and Brittany will never be friends. And um, yeah, anyway, so I never even. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you and she was, like, <laughs> she was like, I don't want to get you in trouble. Like, so I'm not telling the principal, but please just like leave her alone. And I was like, I've been leaving this girl alone, right? So we used to be, again, in the same class all the time. So we went to this one teacher. I think that was my first and only black teacher I've ever had, I think. Must be nice. His name was Mr. Brown. He was a Jamaican man. Of course it was. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Brown. Yes. Moss Brown. 
He was very, he's very, very Jamaican. Master okay. Brown. Yes, I miss Brown. And like he had thick accent. And you know, one day. <laughs> Wait, what teacher was he? Uh, he was history and drama. <laughs> drama. <laughs> and history. All right, kids. History. So, the Algonquin then. <laughs> was it history and drama? Or, yeah, I think it was history and drama. I don't know Martin Luther King. <laughs> or, no, no, no. I don't know Malcolm X. It might have been English. <laughs> English. It was either history or English and drama for sure. Okay. okay. <laughs> really random. English. I just whatever, right? And so Brittany, oh my gosh, this girl, she's so <laughs> Kobe said it's, it's not history, it's history. History. <laughs> it's history. <laughs> One day she was just being her little know it out her know it all self, right? And Mr. Brown was getting pissed off. You know what I'm saying? He was getting pissed off. <laughs> and um, she went and she said, I think this was drama. There were so many moments. They're all coming back to me. <laughs> They're all blending into They're one. <laughs> okay, there was this one moment where uh, he had told her to um, do something and she got mad. Like she was just being, you know, herself, whatever. And then she decided to go and say to him, you, you, what are you even saying? I can't even understand you. And he was just like, like, what do you mean you can't understand me? In his Jamaican accent. What do you mean? What do you mean you can't understand me? You leave understand me. Fire for the understand. And then she was just like, I just don't understand, whatever, whatever. And then he went and he called her stupid and fat. <laughs> And all the black kids just start busting out. And she was like, did you, just, fat. did you just call me fat? And she just started crying in the middle of the class. So wait, she's like, you don't, un I can't understand you. He's like, because you're stupid as fuck. Because <laughs> 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 you're better bong, my girl. You're an idiot. Oh. You're a jackass. Oh. This guy just probably went off on oh. She's mad. <laughs> And then she stormed out. all you know out. how to do is eat. <laughs> all you do is eat, eat, eat. That's all you know. I was like, this is the wrong teacher to like try to fuck with. You know what I mean? Because yeah. he going to cuss you out in pass and not care. <laughs> Sick broken ears. <laughs> and then when the principal comes and confronts him, he's going to be like, I don't know. He's going to put on his like most proper <laughs> accent ever. Yaman. Yeah, he just turns straight tourist Jamaican. <laughs> Yaman. Yeah, I was talking to the children. Oh my gosh. But he's also, he also did something else to her um, because we had drama, right? He told us to create this dance. We could go with like a group of people or we could do it by ourselves or whatever, you know? So most people just like got into groups and they created this dance. So Brittany, because nobody fucking liked her, was like, I'm doing it by myself. And guess who she decided to dance to? Soldier Boy. Shaggy. Sierra. She did oh. the Matrix. She decided to dance to uh, Britney Spears. <laughs> Toxic. I think it was um, slave. I don't know. Yeah, I think it was slave. Nice. No. Nice. And so she's over here doing her little I'm dance. Slave. Oh. Literally. For you. <laughs> and everybody's like in a circle, and she's just in the middle, and we're all just looking at her like, "What the fuck is this girl doing?" You know? And she's like really awkward. And you see Mr. Brown sitting on a chair like that, just. 
chocolate. Like he's like <laughs> got no Windex together. laugh. My goodness. He tried to kick her off too, and um, then she got mad again, and she blamed me. Start dancing harder. And he was like, You're making the floor move harder. Oh, <laughs> so my no. No. You're making the floor move harder. Yeah. That is such a creative oh. way of not. Were, were you, that's such a creative way of staying within the guidelines and boundaries of a teacher. Well, she, uh, she was. She was. Was, was I not stating a fact? <laughs> was I it was stating a fuck? What, was it uh, uh, one of those portables? Like, no, it wasn't. It was a classroom. It was a classroom. Oh, but still, that's hilarious. Was like, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> oh, I love this teacher. I wonder if he's still crazy. teaching. Oh, I don't what know school if was it? I did not think so entire. Um, I was dating a fat. I mean I fucked. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Was about to fuck. It was uh, Bristol Row Middle School. But yeah. Oh. And then me and him got into an argument. If he's still time. there, he's done for. <laughs> I mean he was old, so I don't know. Hopefully he retired by now because that man was like already in his fifties, sixties, something like that. But yeah. One day me and him got into he's an argument. He's still teaching. Mm. Make that pension go up a little more, you know? Mm, maybe that's crazy yeah childhood good old times good times Mm -hmm. good times someone who's not having good times (laughs) joe (laughs) but joella was like i was worried for the safety of my students her moving the floor like that was a health risk (laughs) (laughs) i almost executed the earthquake protocols (laughs) Um, I thought it was an earthquake. Joe Budden, uh, you guys obviously know he has a <laughs> podcast. Uh, former has or had? Yes, he still has a podcast. <laughs> I mean, for the time being, <laughs> at least. And uh, obviously, in the past, what? What we say, month and a half, two months, almost. Shit's been weird. Shit's been real weird. Very um, I would say it's been weird for three, four months. Mm. Just because of the energy going into that hiatus from Rory and Maul. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the energy going in that led to the hiatus. Um, and it's just a lot to unpack there. There's a lot to unpack there. So Joe obviously went on his rant, said what he had to say about how Rory and Maul have treated him and have treated the business. And <clears throat> Joe Joe's delivery is... the. Bar none the worst I've heard for Ever. anybody. Zero diploma- diplomacy intact in his voice. And his purposely. Voice. He thinks yeah. it's an art. He thinks not, be- not having any diplomacy or respect even is a form of art. He calls it shaking the tree. And that there's an art to shaking the tree, right? And <clears throat> we've seen it. We've seen the shaking of the tree from him in many areas. And the only time I'll say it worked was complex. Mm. When he shook the tree, left complex, went, bet on himself in the pod, and the pod went up from there mm-hmm. even more. And with that, it totally made sense. You created value outside of the podcast. Um, you added more value to your name. You attached your name to someone with the kids in academics, which got your name even more out there. And even just 
with being paired with academics, it was easy for you to stand out as an OG in the hip hop game, especially given your track record. And so that was a great shake of the tree. That was when, you know, the tree did need to be shook. But then the second batch, he shook the tree before the fruit was ripe. <laughs> very, very, very wise words. Yeah. <laughs> very, very wise words. So he shook the tree before the fruit could flourish, could drop, not, yeah. not even drop off the tree yet. And he did that with Spotify. And, you know, I understand that Spotify wanted a lot more of the pie than they're willing to give up. And I understand leaving that. But I'll, I do not understand leaving the way that you did. Mm. Because I feel like, yeah, you know, you don't care about burning that bridge. Mm-hmm. But in doing so, I feel like you inadvertently burn other bridges before they're even created. Like people just tear up the blueprint pages before they even begin construction because not only have you proven yourself to not have any brand loyalty um you've also proven to be a disruptance and a whistleblower Mm. and no company wants a disruptance or a whistleblower if they can make money in the pod world they'll make it with seven other people that account to that one man's income Mm. just to make up for it just to not deal with him which is not hard. You got 100,000 podcasts being birthed a day. 5% of podcasts making money, if that. Right. Right? So it's like it, you see who's there and you see who's putting in the work. You see who's getting what they need to get out of it and Ray Tay Tay. So in him going off on Spotify, I did not believe any time that Joe is saying, everybody's calling. <coughs> Apple. Netflix, all, everybody's calling. I'm like, first of all, all these people have more than enough money mm-hmm. to not be calling. <laughs> <laughs> That's first of all. Second, I don't know who would be begging to do business with someone that has shown themselves to not be respectable business people. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you have a falling out with a business, whether it be you know bad or not, and realistically, they just didn't meet the terms. Yeah. Like, that's not weird in business that you negotiate and do not reach terms to a second deal mm-hmm. or to a second year or whatever the case may be. And, and yeah, on. okay, if they collected data from you, uh, yeah, they're a company that's, that needs to make money. That's Anybody that, it, it's not just your show, any show that they put on their platform, they got to know how to make money from it. So they're going to collect the data. Absolutely. Your show is not the guide of data. You know what I mean? And so it was interesting to see that. Then when this Patreon thing came up, it's like <laughs> I, I, I knew what Joe was doing and it was almost even more insulting because it's like, okay, first of all, you're banking on doing this deal and announcing it on the sheer fact that majority of the people that listen to you do not have Patreon, don't mm-hmm. know what Patreon is. And don't know, you don't need a deal to be on Patreon. Yeah. There's no deal there. <laughs> Patreon's not giving you a base salary. You're getting paid just like this podcast is from Patreon gang. <laughs> you know what I mean? From your supporters. Mm-hmm. There's, not, there's no innovation there, even though you try to act like you're Doing Elon something. Musk of podcasting. <laughs> there's no innovation there. That, that's some, it's a model that literally... Blue Patreon up is, I think, podcasters, for the most part, jumping on it from, we're talking over a decade now, right? 
Then he gets this position of creator of of, of brand equity. I don't even. Yeah, they gave him a D diversity and inclusion title. What what does that even mean? It means um, because so a lot of the companies are doing that, so you can try to get more black people and make sure that you're catering to a diverse uh, staff and like creators and stuff like that. Is it another word for affirmative action? It's like updated. I understand why they're doing that because of all the everything that's transpired over the past year or two. Mm-hmm. But I also understand that that position means absolutely nothing and is just uh, let's keep these niggas happy. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? And so in that, I was not excited. And I was just like, okay, where's this going? Right? Um, for, for people who don't, especially for a podcast that doesn't have ads, I'm like, is this sustainable? Patreon is, yeah, you know, you, your supporters are there, but it's one of those things that if you don't stay hot, your supporters aren't going to stay there. And on top of that, you start off doing one podcast a week. Sign on with Spotify. They asked for a second one. You said, all right, cool. We'll do two pods a week. Now you move on to Patreon. You denied the deal from Spotify. Or you could have stuck at doing the two pods a week. Now you got to do two pods a week and bonus content for the Patreon every week. Oh, and that Patreon bonus content better be worth $25 so people are going to unsubscribe. Yeah. Because yeah. it's $25. That's more than streaming services. Yeah. Right? And, and, and in a time as this, <laughs> pandemic time, it's like, that's nuts. Yeah. And so. Can't you listen to their podcast elsewhere, though? What do you mean? Like you can you can listen to it outside of Patreon. Patreon is bonus content. Oh. It's not their pod still goes on YouTube still. Yeah, on so I was like, services. why am I gonna? Patreon is like I guess they're doing more um, uncut, mm. raw, uncut talk on there where yeah, they could be less censored, mm. and uh, you get a, a I guess a deeper insight into the guys. I don't know how much deeper of an insight you could get, but whatever. <laughs> um, and so I never signed up for it because I was like I don't. I don't need this. At yeah. All. Like I get more than enough content from them as it is. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy with the content. Yeah. And so that's why I was like, I don't know how that's sustainable. Mm-hmm. And not to mention you've now put added pressure on you and your staff. Mm-hmm. You put added work on you and your staff for less pay. Not mm-hmm. really making much sense to me. But obviously the general public doesn't really is not privy to all that information. And so they still think that Joe is a mogul and a genius and yada yada yada. So now, Rory and Maul, Rory been alluding to wanting to fight Joe on the pod. It's been a <laughs> mad tension. Rory doesn't seem to be one of those people that can really hide his feelings if he's feeling something in that moment. You it kind of reads on his, on his face, like immediately. He has that uh, vein ready to pop. Yeah. <laughs> his face definitely goes red. <laughs> he, holds his breath a lot. <laughs> he holds his breath right. a lot when he's angry, and you can see it, like it's, it festers up in him. And it begins and, to mess his beard. And yeah, and so, and so especially when you're an avid listener and watcher of the pod, you you're can gonna start knowing. You notice these things very, mm-hmm. very quickly. And in a sense, like, I almost want to do a trivia on us <laughs> on the pod with the listeners just to mm-hmm. get that insight into what they see. Because we can think and act like we're one way, but we don't know how other people view us. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. And I'm pretty sure that they're not aware of how intuitive their audience is and how keen we are on like when they're when there's tension between two people or when someone's not feeling an answer or whatever the case may be when you're watching people for years 
you can tell these things. Plus, potting is so transparent. It's like, we kind of know you niggas. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, um, and so Joe told Rory to take some time off from the pot. Because mm-hmm. Rory was, he didn't know if Rory wanted to fight him for real or not. Which, to me, automatically read as a scapegoat for a larger thing. Because Joe been threatening Rory <laughs> on the pod for years. <laughs> They've been jeering each other. And this is kind of what guys do. Is like, you piss me off when we're just like having a little heated yeah. argument. I'll fuck you up, eh, dog? Yo, dog, yeah. come then. Pull up. Yeah, yeah. Pull up. And nobody ever does anything, but it's nice to just get that out. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so they have those moments. Very normal if you're a guy, in my opinion. And... He starts to say that he doesn't know if Rory's serious or not. If Rory really wants it, he keeps inviting me to his hands and yada, yada. So I'm like, okay, whatever. Maul says, whoa, Rory, you're not going in? I'm not going in then. What Mm -hmm. the fuck is that? He can't tell you not to go in. Yeah. Which automatically read to me as, okay, Joe's not their boss. Mm. At least that's what Maul's thinking, Mm -hmm. right? And I didn't know if it's, and I feel like it is this is like they don't know how to balance friendship and business. Business, yeah. And even worse, Joe doesn't know how to respect Anything. his friends or, or the, the business. business. <laughs> <laughs> he don't respect anybody. He don't respect himself. Period. I, it's that right there. It begins with that. Because once you have self awareness, as much self awareness as Joe has, and you choose not to do anything about it. Yeah. Actually, you double just, down just and say, I am this forever. Get yeah. used to it. Everybody else around me has to change. Yeah. You don't respect yourself. You don't respect Enough yourself. Enough to grow. You don't, you don't respect anybody else. You don't respect... Just have <laughs> zero regard. And Joe, through that time, they would constantly say, this is not about money. This is not about any of that stuff. This is just brothers. This is just brothers, man. You know... Just fighting, just a little riff, blah, blah, blah. We go get yeah. it back together, yada, yada, yada. So Joe says what he says about them. Fills in ish and ice on the podcast. They do well. People love it. It's transparency on a new level. Bringing back the nice hip-hop debates. It's, it's nice. And in doing so, lowers Maul and Rory's value. Yeah. Intentionally? Mm. Who knows? Unintentionally, who knows? But he did it, right? By the third week, nobody wanted Rory and Maul to come back except yeah. for the core, like Rory and Maul fan base, like yeah. heavily, if you've been there from the jump. And so when they do come back now, it's a lot of tension. It's a lot of, you know, like e- even over the fact that he brought other people there, Maul was like, nah, I don't fuck with that shit. That shit was corny. That shit was whack, blah, yeah. blah, blah. He told Maul at some point that the podcast was not his business. Mm. Even though in Rory and Maul's response video, they apparently are partner percentage partners yeah, yeah. on mm-hmm. the podcast. Mm-hmm. Meaning whatever they make, make in, they get they a percentage split, yeah. and split. In some type of way. Mm-hmm. In some type of way. Obviously, Joe getting the brunt of it. But them getting their, their part as well. Rory, this is the part that blew my fucking mind. Rory's paying for accounting. He's paying for accounting for the podcast. Rory's not getting the accounting, accounting. for the podcast. Yo, I was watching it and I was like, we should have done um, every time they said accounting, take a oh sip. Oh my God. 
niggas would have been in the fucking hospital. Every time we hear accounting, take a sip. I would have gotten my stomach pumped. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, Joe also goes on a rant, calls, uh, fires Rory on air. Mm. All you bedroom lawyers. Says that, says that Maul used to hide detergent from him. Just a bunch of things you don't say about your friends, bro. Yeah. Even yeah, if I, if I fall cool. out with you, these are never things that I would ever just air out. Like, and this time you can't blame the pills, bro. And it's not, you can't blame the pills. This and is you now. On top of it, it wasn't even like a week. The body was still warm. It's like, yeah, he did not even think twice to let the Beretta off. You fired your bro- your friend someone mm-hmm. you've called your brother multiple times on this podcast mm-hmm. it, it, on air mm-hmm. that's embarrassing as fuck but then he also went to say like didn't he say that uh mall wasn't his boy and stuff like that and he said mall in the response was like okay we've done business together we've done so much together he said that we've me, me and mall never broke bread and uh um, yeah that and that mall he can't foresee any universe where Maul should be on Rory's side. Okay. And like, it's crazy that Joe, he's Mr. Like contradiction. Like the man will say in one breath, I don't owe my friends respect, but Maul, you were supposed to stick up for me. (laughs) A second later, it's actually mind boggling how he can do that. He's bipolar. (laughs) It, yeah. It's past bipolar. I don't think he's bipolar. I think he's very well and aware of everything yeah. that he does. Yeah. I think that yeah. money has just exposed. You don't think it's a mental health no, issue? No, not at all. No. I don't think it's a mental health issue at all. Mm. I think he knows very well what he does. I think he calculates and plans everything that he does, which makes it way past bipolar and just makes it sinister. Yeah. And then on top of that... It, <laughs> Bro, when I heard that these niggas were getting their accounting through an Excel spreadsheet, <laughs> my nigga, He's an like, no, Excel I want, spreadsheet. I want the actual shit, not no Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> Project. Right. There's some projected numbers here Jeez. that I was just jotting down. And they said that forty was four hundred thousand went missing. Yeah, and Maul's like. But that was cool. We let that go. I was like, what? Whoa, 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 whoa. 400,000, bro. And this is why I say that everyone is to blame. There's no one person to blame. There's too many yes men. Joe is to blame. Maul is to blame. Rory, Parks, everybody. Everybody. You guys knew that this was happening to you for years, and you let it skate because you were making some bread. Mm. Right? You allowed that to blur the lines between friends and business, and now you're wondering why someone's taking advantage of you that's taking advantage of everybody else. Mm. This is a track record. And the fact that they thought that Joe wouldn't do to them what he's done to others. For sure. Is, is Nobody's telling safe. of their naiveness. And, they, I mean? and even them saying that Joe was like, no, nah, I'm not splitting that pie if that money's that much. You know, if he, he yeah. the guy, there's little, there's little tells. I remember when he said this and this, I'm like, nigga, no, <laughs> he's showing con- you who he is. That's the contract right there. He already told you he could already, I told he said, you I don't fuck, I don't respect contracts. I'm not giving you the money from a pie that big. And like, then, but then he went and he told Ma like, okay, take me to court. 
And I was like, no, the audit. fuck? I'm not getting it. Audit yeah, he was me. like, audit me or whatever. Yeah. Or what? yeah. Joe like, said, audit me, that. then said, how dare my friends audit me? Yeah. <laughs> Joe said, Rory, stay home. Rory, you abandoned, you abandoned the podcast. You abandoned the fans. Yeah. He wanted the fans to hate. There's something, I feel like there's low-key a jealousy that Joe had in that Maul and Rory didn't have to have a rap career before this to come in and get the same amount of notoriety and clout that he has. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. I think that that's what burns him the most. He knows all the shit he had to go through. Mm-hmm. And he feels like all that shit he had to go through, this is his reward. It was just a walk reward. in the park for them. Yeah, and this is just a walk in the park for them. And they, don't, they come through, they, they're, they don't prepare for the show. They, mm-hmm. they don't really do they anything outside of it. Too. Huh? They started hanging out together too. And they started hanging out together. And I know that there's a, like a, a wow. little best friend thing in there that, that hurts him. That like, hurts this is him. mine. You know what I mean? Maul is mine. You know what I mean? And when Rory and Maul started getting together and getting closer, it was more so, oh, shit. If they get close, they might... They might catch up. They might start asking some questions. They might start... They might start, you know, brain, you know? Yeah. And... Sid, Sid John said the Mixie Boys. And the Mixie Boys got cool and started talking over the past couple years about little inconsistencies and things like that. And they kept note of these things. And Mm. now it's all coming back to them and just showing them the full picture of who Joe is. And they just never thought Joe would do it to them, which is interesting because it's also very telling of of just men relationships, right? There's a point where Maul said, do it to the bitches, do it to the groupies, don't do that to your niggas. And I was just like... Or don't do it to anybody. Or just don't do it to anyone. <laughs> like, like say that. Don't do it and to I understood anybody. what he was saying. Like, if you're gonna do that, do that with them whack hoes, do that with, you know, like your little groupie things. Like, don't do that with your friends. Mm-hmm. But you shouldn't do it with anybody. <laughs> like, realistically. And so... There was that, and the next day, Kevin Hart, longtime Joe Budden hater, (laughs) finally got his alley-oop off the backboard, Mm. and he brought it up on his podcast about, you know, uh, Rory and Maul and how he doesn't like the firing on air and that Joe wants to be king of his own castle and it doesn't work like that. Wealth is to be shared, not owned. castle is burning down. (sighs) That, that was the bar right there. Wealth is to be shared, not earned. I mean, not owned. Yeah. And it, I was just like, man, I, I feel a domino effect coming. I don't know how or what, but this, this is going to have a trickle. I'm like, if Kevin Hart is talking about it. A lot of people are just going to bubble to the surface. Man. It's going to bubble to the blood clot surface. And, and lo and is. behold, it is. Lo and behold, Olivia Dope, uh, yesterday morning, former co-host on see the thing is podcast uh one of joe bun's earlier spin-offs uh on his network olivia was easily my favorite part of that podcast just because of the vibe and energy energy she brought plus i feel like i was just i'm so used to mandy on her other i prefer mandy on horrible decisions yeah um bridget i didn't know much about other than obviously her music career which amazing voice um, but I didn't know who Olivia was. And so she kind of surprised me when she came out with all this energy and charisma and mm-hmm. intelligence and just 
bars and uh, music knowledge and just it was just like wow okay this is a, just everything this might be yeah. a new force in the media game this is mm-hmm. dope no pun intended <laughs> and um there was an episode that joe came and sat in on where he continued to make sexual advances on her some real strong ones at that very vulgar strong ones um that's that, like me being like this yo yo alicia you don't know how much i've been wanting to fuck you Yo, been, from, the you, like, from the moment you came on this podcast, I thought, damn, I want to fuck you. <laughs> it, listen, I, I thought it. about Alicia. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know, little man. I honestly, when she brought up, when she started talking about it, because she she was, she was felt like she was in a very pressured situation, right? Yeah. She's on a podcast. The other two girls are laughing. They know mm-hmm. Joe better. She doesn't know Joe at all, um, which Joe highlights in the episode. Mm-hmm. And he's making all these jokes, and she feels pressured to just, just laugh, laugh along. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And yeah. go along and not ruin the vibe of the podcast. Plus, this is technically her boss. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then also, if she did that, she's going to look like the angry one. And that's the other thing is the whole angry black woman thing that, mm-hmm. you know, she has to carry over her head, just like a lot of black women do. And the, the fight and urge to not show people that if you feel they're going to feel it's unwarranted. Mm-hmm. And so. You know, she had a lot of uncomfortable moments on there. And then on top of that, he, they, they went to go up, do a peace offering hug, I believe. And he must have been gyrating his hips uh, during the hug, which wow. just put the icing on the cake for everything. And um, yeah, man, it was just a very emotional video that she put out talking mm-hmm. about it. She didn't talk about it for the longest time, said she was going to wait until the time was right, which, I mean, there's an art to shake in the tree. Um, <laughs> And she, yeah, she just told her truth. And man, it just really hurt. It's, it's hurt, man. Like hearing her talk about this. Because mm-hmm. like, I get it. Face value for a lot of people, they're going to be like, man, like, it's just some words. He's just saying some yeah. stuff. But like, and you like, understand. really now when everybody's coming up, now you want to say, like, Even no, it's for, past that, you got to understand this is, first of all, it's a woman this is her boss. Yeah. Already horrible dynamic there with that power dynamic. Right. Mm-hmm. Then on top of that, this is a mother. She has a daughter. She her had, daughter has teachers. Her daughter has friends. She has family. She has like a bunch of people that love, have known and respected her. Seeing someone talk to her like this mm-hmm. on something that will live on the internet yeah. until the end of time. She made, a good, she made a good point though, saying like, you know, if I had to tell my daughter, don't ever let anybody do this to you. You gotta speak up. Then in that moment, you gotta actually speak up too. You gotta yeah. prove, show your daughter. You don't put your money. Well, where your mouth it's, is. you can't really say that because in that situation, like I thought about Alicia in that situation with the times that we talk about sex on mm-hmm. the show, and I'm like, man, I wonder if Alicia ever felt like. Did you ever feel pressured to like join a conversation about sex because we were talking about it? No. Okay. Like I think before um, in the earlier episodes, I would just stay quiet. Yeah. I wouldn't really say anything, right? Yeah. If I didn't have anything to contribute or I didn't feel comfortable doing so. so yeah. Yeah. I just didn't. I've I was never, like, I've never I hope we never made her feel that way to like join no. in on something if you didn't want to, especially with a, a you know how podcasting is like, oh, transparency, this and that. If someone paints you into a corner and now you got to be transparent. No, because yeah. I don't I don't think that I'm ever like that. Like, I'll share what I want to share. Right. Mm-hmm. And that I feel comfortable with. Like, obviously, 
They'll never feel first, pressured to tell any shit stories. <laughs> you know <what> I'm <laughs> I don't. I don't mind if you don't have. <laughs> no, but seriously, if you ever feel uncomfortable with anything, Appreciate please feel free to free to say it on air. And let us know. Let us know in the moment because that's the. I feel like that's the best way to learn is in those moments, like right when it's happening. So I think that that would be the best course of action because what I heard from her. Yeah. Never. I would never want to hear that that from you, man. Never ever. And so she included that. um, Talked about how you know uncomfortable the situation was. How she didn't really. They, they talked about how, uh, I mean, I saw a lot of people attacking Mandy and Bridget mm. online, right? And But in I, the video, didn't she say that there were some things that they were saying? Like, yo, you can't, or he called her a bitch. He was yeah. like, push the button, bitch. And then Mandy was like, no, you, you cannot call. That. Like, we can call each other like yeah. bitch, like what, whatever. But like, you cannot call a woman bitch. Yeah. And I think it's also unfair to think that. Those women as well could have or should have stopped that situation. From what I saw, Mandy, like you said, stuck up for Livia when Joe called her a bitch. And she's like, you can't call a woman that. Like, mm-hmm. unless you're gay, there's no world where you can say that. Yeah. Like, and um, there was a time where Bridget was like, oh, this is uncomfortable. You're giving major Marcus from Boomerang vibes. And Marcus from Boomerang is a known misogynist, Mm -hmm. known like playboy, all that shit, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know how many people know that reference to catch it, but I understood what she was saying. And you can tell it was a coded thing that they're trying to lightly be like, hey, let's change gears. You're going too far type of thing. And Joe's still being in pod sicko mode, throwing it on heavy, right? So then now... Um, they apparently took a break in between and in that break she goes into the green room and Joe's there and he asks if she's okay and says let's do an on air hug Mm -hmm. as a peace offering which tells me that Joe knew he was doing too much he was doing too much Mm. right was he drunk was he on something like who fucking knows but the things that like it's just it's crazy what money and power can do man like I constantly look at people in these situations that let power and money like either expose someone they've always been or just illuminate all the worst parts of them. And I'm just like, oh, I can, I would never. But it's like, it's a scary thing, bro. The, The people that it happens to, I'm just like, man, I thought you had the mental fortitude to not go down this road. And some of the people you admire look up to in certain regards still fall victim to, to this shit like is it that serious <laughs> mm. this is why i said i tweeted the other day i'm like i can't i have too much empathy to be a billionaire eh? sure i could never i'd be giving away all my money Fam, who's sitting <laughs> on yeah. hundreds and Real hundreds shit. of millions of dollars who do i, I look do like? it now Damn. like do you understand like i will go somewhere and i'll just be like oh my gosh here like i feel bad like <laughs> not to mention i'm jackie chan with it i know what it means to to grow up broke you not gonna know what it means to grow up rich i'm sorry yeah. <laughs> you're not getting none of this i'm spending it all I'm, I'm or i'm um sharing it all you know what i mean like i i'm not I'm. I love the whole generational wealth idea. Cool. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in it. <laughs> I don't think rich people, on a whole, produce great people. Mm. The stats are just skewed in the wrong direction. I'm sorry. There's too much evidence of the opposite for me to believe that rich, growing up rich, creates great people. Mm. And. 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. No, there's something in me that will not contribute to it. I can't do it. Maybe a trust fund when you get like 18, 20 or some shit like that. <laughs> or I'm like, okay, you're a person now. <laughs> Whatever happened, you've Already developed. <laughs> developed you. And I can't tell you you got the money either. Somebody got like send you a note on a train just one day when you're 21, just like, here, here's a password. <laughs> just slip you a password on the train. And here's all the money. Because this is, this is crazy, bro. This is nuts. Like Joe r- rides and rides and rides for his friends. Now he got the bag and it's just like, after the Fendi hats and the Amiri hats started popping out, it's just a Ooh, different Joe. Different. <laughs> it's just a different Joe. Amiri hat Joe. <laughs> Yo, when, when Ma said, I ain't never I seen never a nigga wearing a Amiri hat in my life. <laughs> I was fucking, hold on. Oh Yo. All I heard was Don DeMarco, Marco. Yo. <laughs> if you ever showed up in a beret, in, this, oh in a pink ass beret. That Amiri oh hat, na- the red and black one is nasty. The red and black one is nasty. Filthy stuff. Yeah, that's nasty stuff. <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, it's not looking good for Joe right now. Uh, see, the thing is, podcast had an episode today. And this is so interesting. Joe had a podcast to clean up the first podcast rant that he went on where he fired Rory, right? Had a therapist come in with Ice and Ish. And they talked and held Joe accountable for some things, not all things. But... Joe has this way of joking around things. He's a funny guy, and he knows when to use his humor strategically. Mm-hmm. It's quite fascinating. <laughs> like, he can derail an entire convo by saying something stupid and then starting a new conversation. Yeah, you don't even notice it happens. Yeah. He's an escape artist. This nigga's Houdini wow. with it, bro. Wow. When it comes to accountability, that nigga is Houdini. Yeah, he knows how to... He's one of those guys that even when he's wrong, he gets his point across. Bro, Maddie said, you can't call her a bitch. Like, what do you think this is, Joe? Unless you're a gay guy, you can't call her a bitch. And he's like, well, and he's then like that's not gay, true. He's like, that's not true. That's not true. No. Joe thinks... Because he never speaks in first person. <laughs> well, you know, I don't know what Joe thinks. Joe thinks that the term bitch 
has the goalpost has been moved on, bitch. And I'm just like, fam. Women are telling. Imagine telling. Imagine a white guy Sick telling you that the goalpost has moved on nigger. Ah, a white guy. Imagine a, a white, white guy, guy just being like, a white guy. No, no, whoa, 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 Marlon, calm down. The goalpost for nigger. Come on, let's move. We got Young Thug. We got we got Gucci. We got Takashi. Hey, after Takashi, after Takashi, it's like, come on, yeah, I'm tanned. Um, so. You see, not that I'm tan. <laughs> I, I just found out the co- co- people from Quebec think that they are the they call themselves the white N words of Canada. Wow! Jesus Christ! Wow! Oh the people, my God! That is a different level. They, they actually wrote a book. Like if anywhere like is pan- that, it's Nova Scotia. First of all, <laughs> second, what? Well, because in the past, like the, the Quebec was always shunned by the English Canadians, so they always they were shunned because they didn't even want to be a part of this. They did the shunning on themselves. The niggas asked to leave. They no, they didn't. They were the last ones to even join the Confederation or whatever the fuck he's called. And they've been trying to and separate they never ever since. wanted to. They're like, no, we're going to continue to speak no, French. We don't want to speak English. They're they wanted the rebellion. To, they wanted to join, but they still wanted to keep their French history. And they so still in, have it. But in <laughs> in that, they thought, oh, you guys are treating us like white n words. Wow! Uh, so we are that to Canada, and they, there's a full book behind it. Like, Good lord! Fuck these that, like, people. It's almost like a <laughs> uh, a book that that Quebecois follow like back in the days. Wow! wow. Boneless that, Paris never ceases to amaze. I'm not even. Yeah. I'm not even surprised. But then, oh. yeah, yeah. Diet France always added. Always at it. <laughs> they don't but, even get respect in those France streets. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> they don't. Um. Yeah, this whole this whole Joe thing is just it's so disappointing, man. It's so disappointing. Like I know for most podcasters, a lot of them, they looked up to what those guys were doing. Like in terms yeah, of production, sure. um, topics, all that kind of stuff. These guys were one of the leaders in our in our field, mm-hmm. and to see it dismantle in this way. I mean, I feel like it only could have ended this way. It's yeah. Joe Budden we're talking about. It's like yeah. to expect anything yeah. other than this yeah. is borderline psychotic. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like, man, I, I, he said if Rory and Maul started another pod, he's going to sue the pants off them. Mm-hmm. Then the next pod, he said he'd, he's not going to sue them. Uh, he had his therapist on there calling him out for some things. This man, He's bipolar for sure. He has a God complex. He thinks sure. he can do all things and that all things are him. He, he said that, do you know how much therapy me and Rory have done? And she's like, you, only, you guys only came to me once. You guys have another <laughs> therapist? He's like, no, just me and Rory. And everyone's like, Joe, you're not a therapist. Yeah. What do you mean you and Rory? What do you mean you're doing therapy for Rory? He thinks because he went to therapy all the time that he... That he he, he learned some. I things. have a deeper theory. I think the woman that he t- chooses to date in court, he said it. He's gone on record and said that he dates wounded women only, almost exclusively. For sure, he wants yeah. women. He wants women that have daddy issues and will call him daddy eventually. And I feel like in his pursuit, he wants people of that are broken women. In his pursuit of broken women, I feel like. His God complex comes from taking those women out of whatever situation they're in. (laughs) 
what taking those women from whatever situation they're in and bringing them to a, a better situation. And I feel like in that he feels he's a therapist and that he heals people. When no, you just you just pick him from the bottom of the Joseph. barrel. <laughs> it's just it's a lot, Joseph man. Button. It's a lot. You're down bad. Downbad.com. You know? Slash boss. And you know what's crazy is that every single woman that he's been with, like their relationship ended so badly. badly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I sin. I was gonna say sin didn't end too badly, but then I yeah, no. I remember the dog thing. They um, did because yeah. I remember her watching her um with Tiffany Tiffany Bullard is her name Pollard like, Pollard yeah the, New York like New York yeah. yeah um on her little brunch with Tiffany on Snapchat show. And she was just like leaving. She essentially said leaving Joe was the best thing that she's ever like the best decision she's ever made because she was just like it was too much. It's the rap game. I can't imagine getting into an argument and the mental gymnastics that that man must put every woman that's ever gotten into an argument with him. I'm like I would would be so exhausted. I see niggas getting frustrated and exhausted talking to this guy. I can't imagine a woman trying to get through to him, especially not a woman that he feels he saved. Oh, oh a woman that he saved, she has no rights. It's mental abuse for sure. It's 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 yeah. crazy, man. It's crazy, and like he oozes toxicity. Like everything about yeah. him just sounds toxic. And it's kind toxic. of why I can't feel bad for Rory and Maul too much. Yeah. It's such naiveness on their part to believe that this guy is not going to be consistent with every other part of his life with y'all. Yeah. Yeah. It's like. Yeah. And to know that, to go into business, to get on air and belittle us, the listeners. Yeah. Calling us living room managers, living room lawyers. Man. All (laughs) these little variations of people who don't know business. Preaching to us and telling Lil Yachty, (laughs) Blueface, uh, who else was on the show? Ah, Meg. Oh, Y'all don't know what's in your contract. How are y'all signing these things and don't know what's in your contract while they didn't know what was in their contract? <laughs> make it make sense. Yeah. You can't you can't deal with such a greasy dude and not expect shit to get slippery. You got lawyers yeah. that you guys share and still still didn't didn't keep it 100 from the start. Yeah. yeah. It's like you, you you reap what you sow, man. <laughs> you reap what you sow. If and it's crazy to me that it's not crazy to me actually, because now you know where he stands on friendship. It's like yes. wow. Yes. If that's your view on friendship, then God bless. Mm. And I don't know how you still have other people like Parks ad libbing for you <laughs> when this is your Fuck view Parks. on friendship. Oh my God! I can't <laughs> believe the way he was capping for that man. That man. He needs that paycheck so badly. I don't know what's up with Parks. This is the thing. I usually agree with Parks. This is the weird part. Parks is usually the level-headed one, the one that calls out Joe. But I notice he calls out Joe on things that absolutely don't mean anything in the grand scheme of things. Mm. Call Joe out on something he says about an artist. Nothing can come of that. Didn't call Joe out on how he dealt with Mahler Rory. Like, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like... He's just gargling his nuts the entire fucking episode and just on his side with everything. So it's just like, it's a lot, man. It's a lot. Oh, and man. I don't know how Joe recovers from this one. Um, 
definitely, if you're a pod listener, you are now a pod listener in secret. <laughs> <laughs> there is no more sharing them jokes on the timeline. None of that. Merch. <laughs> See, and that's the thing when something like this happens. Like, it can affect you on so many different ends. Now you got to listen to something else, like us. Tell your friends who used to listen to that to listen to us. And yes, all ex Joe Budden podcast <laughs> listeners, please, please, Chappelle, Dave Chappelle, give come to us over here at the Extra Gravy Podcast. We welcome your listenership. Uh, but yeah, no, it's it's definitely dark times uh, over there. I listen. This next podcast he does is gonna it's gonna do numbers. After that. When this whole hoopla is done and over with, yeah, seeing who's left will be very interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's a wild, it's a wild turn, man. Wild. Just a wild turn. Super mm. wild. And yeah, man, I hope all parties involved find peace, especially especially Olivia. I hope she finds peace throughout all of this because. Oh, yeah. She's a strong person. She has her own podcast, which you guys should go check out. I'm not too sure what it's called, but it's on her Twitter page and her bio. Um, and yeah, man, like I just hope they all find peace somehow. I hope Rory and Maul start their own pod that's yes, like sir. a guest-driven pod that they flourish with. Um, Ice and Ish. <laughs> God bless. <laughs> huh? I mean, no but that's kind of allegedly what Joe wanted, right? Because right, he couldn't put Maul and Rory on salary because they came in this and built it with him. And so mm -hmm. that's why they were percentage partners, which is why getting rid of them, bringing in two people that the listeners have proven to already like, therefore now you can keep more of the pie, put two people on a set pay, and know how much you just reeking in all the rest of it. Crazy. Crazy. I hope it's worth it. Yo, I hope it's worth Did it. Did you my see nigga. the video of Charlemagne saying, like, pretty much predicting what was going to happen? Charlemagne been predicted all of this Everything. three, four years ago. Yeah. He's been predicting. Every single thing that happened, he yeah. predicted. He said, Rory and Ma weren't going to stick around. He said, y'all should have never let him call it the Joe Budden podcast when, they, sure when they changed the name. Um, he came on their pod and said that. Yeah, said it, yeah. <laughs> he came on the pod and said it. Yeah. Uh, he said that the that the podcast was not going to last, and that they were all going to have a falling out at some point. Yeah. Well, I mean, they lasted a pretty like a long time. I mean, you longer than most Joe things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yes. yeah. I mean, in, in, in the the grand scheme of Joe's Joe's uh, shelf life of things, this is probably one of yeah. the longer things. This is like dog ears. Right? <laughs> yeah. Joe, like anything with Joe is dog ears. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh um. Yeah. If y'all tired just, of podcasters, all in your videos, all dramatic with extra drama, and not shit, paying talk, niggas, talking numbers. Come on over to the gravy gang, nigga. <laughs> but we don't got numbers to talk about. <laughs> we ain't making money. Therefore, ain't no problems, bitch. Uh, <laughs> ain't no problems when there ain't no money involved. <laughs> less money, less problems. It's a remix. Um 
Another wow. news. <laughs> other fucking news. The off season, make it to this nigga saying J Cole. Still J Cole. <laughs> we gonna get to that. I'ma pull up so many I just might crash, dog. Let me take this Balenciaga mask off the ass, y'all. Who asked y'all? See, you told me to stop my ass off. That's all. Bop, 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 bop. He was a good cat. My, my bad, dog. Oh shit. Ooh. Ooh. Oh shit, boy. Bad call. That's flag talk. Fuck around and knock your flag Bro. off. I wore a gap before a tattoo I had to As a matter of fact, I had to No cap, I'm on the capsules I done relapse, boo But I've been oh, on my feet since Cinderella lost the glass shoe The cash blue, but I'm still seeing green I'm in the bathroom and I'm peeing lean My bitch a vacuum, my toilet keep me clean It seems serene I'm a badonkadonk in bikini fiend I just need a queen That ain't scared the fuck of Stephen King I used to live next door to Drake and Mama D And Lisa D on Eagle Street I go from bars on the screen, though, to the TV screen. Don't ask me, but never change the channel. Gucci flannel. All right, yo, this no, Nikki verse. What? Hold on. This Nikki verse. Picture Meg the Stallion. When, when you hear It's the same in East City My bitch name better than P. Diddy's And ever since the pandemic They don't want that Drake out of Canada I've been screaming free Drizzy I know they trust my vision But don't want me to see prison Said I can't make no promises Either leave or come visit But need the keys to your heart Next to your soul and your spirit Some see graffiti is art Some can see hoes to be women But I'm the greediest shark Amongst an ocean of killers I put you six feet deep I'm being socially distant Nina Ross on the hip When's the last time... Lil Wayne gave us 64 Jeez. bars on a track. Oh my god. Where he I, wasn't extra raspy. Bro, I had ignorant shit vibes out the gate of this song. Stand in. I am the standout. You just my stand in. These bitches copy my homework. That's what they hand in. That's why I'm private like the airports I land in. Life is a beach house. Don't let the sand in. I ball in any arena. Remember, Meg Stallion. I should go cop a New Jersey. That's where the damn in. These bitches time TikToking. Better stick to dancing. I DNG the wallet. My money's all in brolic. Big ass backyards just so pop a big frolic. One margarita pizza with Parmesan and garlic. These bitches thirsty. I can see why they alcoholics. Ain't gotta ever talk about it when you are about it. Just bought a new car not to drive it, but to walk around. It. Just call me Nikki, cock the blicky, the menage is silent Brand new vanilla Maserati, I've been hogging dozen He call me solid even though I'm dripping water diet Big booty sticking out, my Daisy Dukes are cause a riot Woo. These bitches still my sons, who could ever deny it? My packs fit different, who, who could ever supply it? No one bitch could be my op, that shit offends me It's corporate giants and machines that went against me I watched bitches, man, they couldn't even rinse me she said she hot, I said, well, bitch, come and convince me. Ain't no seeing green, but I'm seeing green. Even with them floor seats, they couldn't see the team. The K-I-N-G, the GOAT, plus me the queen. I send shots, send them back, or flee the scene. Y'all thought I wasn't going to play this whole song. <laughs> you know, one of the 
parents are making money and you can afford to be dramatic. You better keep it going. Y'all some drama queens for real. If y'all thought. It's all good though. You now tune into the biggest ever. This man did not waste a bar. The biggest ever. Young angel, young lion, man. Y'all boys get Young angel, young lion before the verse? Oh. So, we in this bitch. This ain't gonna be the first time that I do numbers on two crutches. See more plaques than two brushes. Until I'm at the pearly white gates, I gotta move something, do something. All meetings happen in person, so they can't prove nothing. Known her eight years and still fuck her like a new husband. Trying to run the country like Putin one day, but who's rushing? Who's bluffing? For real. Who you hugging? Who you wanna be loving? I play 48 minutes on a torn meniscus. Who's subbing? El Chico Luxury. Wanna see my niggas ball so bad I started up a league. Fuck with me. You niggas can't trouble me from the double tree. Step your sweets up. I get Oliver to set the beats up. 2021, I had to wet the streets up. Your girl was better in the morning like a slice of pizza. That's when I had to hit her with the nice to meet ya. You niggas think you doing damage, you just hyping me up. Face who? I can see a wall of y'all, all of y'all, and run straight through. Trust is all fun and games until I wanna play too. Adios mio, the ice is real on the Jesus. It's bringing me closer to God. I'm already close to the mob. I'm already known as the GOAT. Can try and get close, but you won't. I already packed a garage. None of these shits is a dodge. None of this shit's a facade. None of this shit's a mirage. Thought I was seeing things when I was seeing green. Six G-O-D. CMB. Oh, oh, oh. I'm throwing everything listen, off the table right now. If that boy mm. don't drop CLB within a week, <laughs> I'm going to be pissed. If he in you this mode, the whole days. album, bro. <laughs> you got seven days, my nigga. You feel me? <laughs> Gravy gag going run up in that bitch. Listen. That, that was great. That was so nostalgic it for was. me. That night was just so exciting. Like, I don't know what it was. Uh, Excuse me. I, I think it's a mix of people getting outside more, the nice weather, plus you got J. Cole, Lil Wayne, Nicki Minaj, and Drake in the same night. That's yeah. 2013 vibes. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know it's, what I mean? it's when, like, it wasn't music at its peak, but it was just music at a very good time. At a very you know good I mean? time. It was like all the newcomers came in and you're like, oh, this is a new wave. But yeah. like, they weren't there yet. They weren't you know there I mean? yet, but they were still producing. But they were still producing. They well, they're all hungry at that time. They were still running with the big dogs. Oh my goodness. Felt like blog era. Exactly. Yeah. Blo oh, blog. Oh, God. Blog era. Blog era. I think is only second to the early 2000s like dipset area era that that blog era of like welcome was it welcome OVO what was the uh ovo.net or OVO something like that sound.com.net I can't remember what dot blogspot it was yeah. on blogspot yeah. that's what it was yeah. all things fresh all things fresh that's what, what I'm talking about all that's what I knew fresh. about and that's what ATF. I, yeah, that's yeah. when Photo Will had his blog yeah. out. Uh, Lost in the Wilderness. Wale was, that was at the time when J. Cole, Wale, Drake, Kendrick. and, nah, Kendrick wasn't even there yet. Not yet, Kendrick, not yet. Uh, Drake, was Wale, and Cole were slated as the next up. The yeah. new kids on the block. Wale just had that song with Lady Gaga. Uh, Kid Cudi had his breakout track. And Drake, and I remember they did even did a photo shoot. Didn't they do a photo shoot Did in like it, was it a Rolling Source or magazine or mm -hmm. Double XL? I can't remember. I feel like they were in like a laundry room. 
for some reason. I don't know. But it's old. And I remember that they were like the new school or whatever. Kendrick kind of came through 2011, 12. Section yeah, 80 did. times. I don't know what it was for, though. Yeah, they were sitting on it. See, I knew it. Is it GQ? I don't know. But they're all no. sitting on, a, on dryers, which I thought was weird. <laughs> it was very odd at the time. Yeah, it was, it was like, GQ. that's what women do when they're masturbating. That's it was GQ, <laughs> but it was Kid Cudi, Drake, and Wale. Kid Cudi, Drake. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. Kid oh, Cudi, okay. Drake, and Wale. Yeah, yeah. Fresh out the dryer. Yeah. yeah. Brand new. Yeah, it was um, for GQ. And man, just to see where, especially just YMCMB, like, just to see where that crew has gone. Say what you will about Tiger. He's still here. He mm-hmm. still makes the hits. Still you know making I mean? hits. He still listen. Tiger still pays his bills and lives a better life. Okay, than started most paying of his us. bills. Let's just <laughs> let's not let's not jump the gun here. There's a number of years where there were some discrepancies with yeah. the IRS, um, but yeah, but no. all of them have discrepancies. Let's be real. I mean, one we heard about Tiger, <laughs> uh, but especially Drake and Nicki. Like, I feel like even back then we knew. That they would be where they are, they are today. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't know how they were going to get there. <laughs> we didn't. We didn't foresee all these changes that would come. They from were the them o- getting there. They were the only two. Everybody else I knew from Jay Mills all the way down to homie with the freaking. Honestly, I thought Tiger was going to be bigger than Nikki. I didn't think he was going to be bigger than Drake because I saw the trajectory for yeah. Drake. Plus, I'm biased. But <laughs> Tiger at that time, bro, we're talking like. Rack City and all those big hits. No, but on top of that, that. Yeah, fan of a that. fan with Chris Brown, that mixtape you know, brought him to a different level. You know that Tyga is related to uh, Travis Barker. Yeah, he's Travis a, Barker. Yeah, he comes from a rich family. Is it Travis Barker, the drummer? Yeah, or, no, yeah. no, no, no. McCoy. No, not McCoy. Travis, Travis McCoy. Travis McCoy, Travis yeah. McCoy from uh, uh, Blink One Eight Two. No. Oh my gosh, Travis oh, McCoy from, from Crash Test Dummies. School. Crash Test Dummies. No, no, no. School, not school, school, high school high heroes. High school musical. High school heroes, yeah. High, high school, school heroes. heroes. That's what it was. High I'm school like, heroes. High school drive house and high school I knew it was something with school, but I'm like, what gym, the fuck? Gym, gym class, class heroes. Gym, gym class, class heroes. heroes. There we go. Yeah. Gym class heroes, yeah. That was the billionaire yeah, that, with. That's why you're here. Yeah. That was the billionaire exactly with Bruno Mars, right? That's when they started. Bruno Mars, billionaire. Yeah. That was when they, yeah. Want a billionaire? Want to be a billionaire so freaking bad. Buy all of the things I've never had. Let me tell you. banjo. I used to have the biggest crush on Travis McCoy. I, I believe just it. Like, he, I was like, ooh, you're so fine, boy. He, he, I was like, like 18, 19. He does not get any props for the whole tattoo era thing. When he, he had was tats, always tatted. He was tatted up way before Wiz Khalifa and all those guys. Like Wiz came in the game. Untatted. Untatted, <laughs> became super tatted and became the face of tattoos other than Lil Wayne for some reason. It was very odd. I was like, Chavi body in that shit. Chavi um, was, I don't know, he was corny to me. Tyga uh, actually was on a, a rapping reality show on VH1 at one point. And he was so bad. Like, you guys, go YouTube that, please. I'm so begging. So him, Riff Raff, Miguel. horrible. Who else? Who? So, okay, him, Riff Raff, Miguel. Who else was, like, on, on like, a Big reality Lotto. show before they blew? Mulatto. Mulatto? Yeah. Yeah, I she, watched that. She, um, she killed her show and was the winner of her show. Okay. The- Who? 
Yeah, it's Lotto. It's Mulatto. She ain't changed the name yet, bitch. The fuck? I thought it was Big Lotto. No, she didn't. Yeah, Go call, check streams of Big Lotto. Yeah, change it today. I think. Today? Some today. people were talking about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what are the fucking literally, odds? Literally today, she didn't. She pulled a rich chicken. Hola, Mulatto. She yeah, she yeah, changed Lotto. Big Lotto. <laughs> Big Lotto. Wow. I listened to this song yesterday. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. Like, I like her music. Everybody likes her. People no, don't like her music. Lotto 649. I've never seen there's anybody There's plenty of people that like don't like it because of her name. And they refuse to listen to it. And they try to like, okay, so they don't like through the dirt and back. And it's just like, the girl gives you good music. They don't like her. They, they like the music. Mm-hmm. I've never seen anybody complain about that. She has one of the best rap voices in the game right now. That's true. She, ha- she, stays, she has she an amazing on, voice. She stays on brand. She has an amazing voice. It's her, Rico Nasty, yeah. Bia, Dream Doll, and what's the other girl's name? Enchanting. 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 Five best voices in female rap. Yeah. Maybe in rap. Enchanting just whispering like yin yang twins on every song and the shit's fucking hard. It doesn't make any sense. Bia just has that nice fucking like Latina sure. heat New York accent. When she says bodega, I want a fucking I nut. I wear my when I go to, to the, the bodega, bodega, I was like, chop uh, uh, cheese. <laughs> I just want a nut, bro. Rico Nasty. Makes you want to fucking break through a wall just off her saying, yeah, and you're just like, yeah, like, I'm fucking amped. Who else? Uh, Dream Doll in her foxy brown bag. She stopped doing the high pitched voice Have you ever in, a, listened to Callie? in her lower register. Callie? No. Mm-hmm. Callie. Um, K-A-L-I. Best song. Name it. Um, why do I not know? Because I think, sing it all the time. Uh, do a bitch. Got it. This is a big tune. I love it. I've heard this. This is a big tune. Let's go. I'm a rap. Hey. 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 Wanna pop out? I, I wanna, wanna rock, rock out. out. Call when, when I'm in town. town. Yup, I've heard what this shit. What do you shit. mean? I don't want that I nigga got, my IG just, just stay on his screen. screen. Pretty bitch. Yeah. I know that I'm with the shit. My friend got a nigga and tricking your nigga, but I really ain't see the shit. Yeah, I'm for real, but won't give it up. Put this cake Ooh. in his face just to shut him up. Got him telling his friends that he was my man's. Now I'm calling my man just to stick him up. Come through it. It's it her. Come through it. Let's go, love the Niggas be telling, I call him. Don't play by this bitch. It gets sticky, sticky. Pretty bitch, but that ass is on thicky, thicky. Talk to me nice and don't speak it all. Need them dark skin tatted and hella tall. He gon' add to them 56 missed calls. Cause I'm back on my bully, bitch. You know I'll do it, bitch. Out of town and your nigga wanna fall out. Hold on, I just <laughs> hopped up the photos. You wanna fuck, but I told his ass no, no. That no, no. Yeah, no, she's fine. She's heat. She's so, heat. Um, she did an acoustic version. I think it was the dopest thing ever. Was it? Okay, she was just on TikTok, sitting on TikTok, right? And she starts recording, and her like boy does the beat like mm. on a table, whatever it is. I don't know what it is. Grinding style. Yeah, and then she just starts doing it, and it sounded so dope mm. that like TikTok started flagging it, saying Thinking that she it was, was the original song. No, it wasn't the original song. <laughs> no, so they kept taking it, was, it down yeah. because they were like, "Oh, you're using the song," but she was just so <laughs> good. But honestly, like I tell people to like listen to her mixtape or her EP that she dropped. Um, What's it called? It's that one. Um, oh, this one? Yeah. Mad Now? This is why they mad now? Yeah, this is why they mad now. I think that there's, there's some cute songs on there or whatever. 
yeah, there's a there's a, there's a gang of girls that are just on a different level right now. Listen, Mulatto with um with Jacques. You guys heard that song? Mm -hmm. Tell me, is you freaky as me? Ooh, that song is fire, bro. Is it short? Tune? Hold on. It's a tune, so. Queen! Yeah. Mulatto. Tell me, are you freaky as me? Girl, I want to know how far we could go. Tell me if you freaky as me. Then you got Rico. Yeah! 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 I want to get her on the pod so bad. Sugar, I got you. Don't worry about a bitch you never been in your place. Always moving silence, never question your face. Always checking on your niggas, gotta make sure they straight. If I'm getting money, then you know we all got to play. Since a baby and a tummy, mama knew I was great. They can play me like a dummy, they know what not to take. Fuck these niggas, cause the money only thing I'm going to chase. Time is precious, that's all. We putting Norm on today, man. Yes, sir. Some, some new joints, man. We putting Norm on today. Hold on. What's that? What's that track with Dream Doll? Oh, is it this one? Ah, let me get a chopped cheese while I smack the shit out of you. It's Dream, little bitch. I know you mad as hell. Drip going brazy, Louis jacket in the back Chanel. Amazon pussy, I ain't fucking with no average male. Dream still getting old chips like the bag is still. Niggas, I'ma never fuck. Asking if my ass is real. Pussy game different as fuck. And he ain't trick on you once. I'm a freak, bitch. I need to fill his dick in my gut. Fuck being booed up. Come spit in my butt. Real nasty when I fuck him. I'm on demons, huh? Brand new Eurus. Let him meet it while my seat recline. Couple rich niggas. This a few I had to leave behind. Lately, I've been weighing out my options like a Libra sign. Niggas think because my name is Dream, I should sleep with him. Water on the wrist, let the diamonds just sink in him. Let a nigga ever try to play me if I link with him. 42 shots and I ain't trying to have a drink with him. I'm the go. Okay. That was a This is. Uh, which one? Ooh, I like that. Oh, wow. Which one? Hey, yo, say you say you born for this shit. Dead ops. She was a lame turn up, I was in purpose. Baby girl, I'ma play and give your ass the works. Yeah, AP vibes. Dab with this ice, I don't come on this side. Give me all my body, it's up when I slide. Pop out the code with that K like surprise. Cardi is just the size of my eyes. Oh, enchanted. No if you telling a lie. Can't fuck with these niggas, they rest in disguise. Yeah, I see the cap in your eyes. Yeah, she wanna hop in my car. Yeah, she wanna fill on my glock. Yeah, okay. Don't go thinking out. Dreezy? Honorable mention? Dreezy been making noise. Featuring Cash yeah. Doll. Yeah. I love Cash Doll. Detroit. Cash Doll love me. <laughs> we got a body. This shit, I don't need a colonic. I count up a check in a That was an iconic day. Kalani, I got a tsunami. <laughs> For me, I don't know about you. Guys. Get a new Wow. 
Yeah, I'm flat the nest. He paid when he got like a let. Look, copy, go back to your desk. I'm hurting these bitches. I ain't even dressed. This t shirt, Versace. The two piece, Cavalli. He eat me, Hibachi. I just had to, before we, before we end this little medley. She. I love this collaboration. Doja Cat has one of my favorite voices, too. She is, she's gonna be fucking huge. Nah, bro. man, she really good. Hair goes on like Chia. Money goes long like Nia. I am a big idea. My twins big like Tia. My twins big like Tia Tamara. Wait, Tia Tamara. Wait, Tia Tamara. Wait, Tia Tamara. Hair goes long like Chia. Money goes long like Nia. I am a big idea. My twins big like Tia. My twins big like Tia Tamara. Wait. Nah, Incredible. She, her voice is great. Incredible. Okay, put it. Keep in your past, Bahamas. This is. Let's end the. Let's end the podcast <laughs> before you start jerking your piece, man. Can we leave the room first. Yeah. It's like she's so sexy. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> you guys can't hear him because the mic's not close to him. But she man, don't. The aggressive it, noises. You, you know can't. She don't grumble. drink water. Remember, remember that? That who was the fact. That, that was the random fact. That, that was. She didn't who doesn't water? drink water? Doja. Doja. So she would like. I don't know. She if don't she drink was water. Trolling because this was earlier in her career, and you know that girl stayed trolling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, she okay. was trying to say that she don't drink water and she don't do ex like don't. She eat also fruit didn't know how to do her do wigs. All that other stuff, and so people were like, "Oh, her pussy must be like whatever. <laughs> it might taste like yeah. something, something, like something." Battery but acid, like, like Coke yeah. syrup. <laughs> Boom boom tastes like airing backs. Shit. Oh. <laughs> pH balance. Freak up. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh, man. Too much Balls bath bombs. Like oh, don't let her use some bath bombs. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. It's like a jungle sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I like boom boom with a little. You know, the kitty has a little twang to it. You Ooh. said that. You said you like when your girl walks around with her uh, Winnie the Pooh outfit on, which is oh, the yeah. top and nothing else, and you yes. can smell a little something, oh, yeah. something. Let that seasoning hit the Ooh. air on it. Oh, <laughs> a little bitter melon. Give you some incense, you feel me? Wow. Some, inner, some, some of that inner thigh sense. Some of that inner sense, you feel me? Um, but this, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how we... I'm trying to figure out how to transition to J. Cole, but I think I'm just going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Cold world Cold season is back In a very big way This is how we started the motherfucking album Killer It's the off season Let's I keep heard it killer I said whoa you Don't check your watch You know the time I this shit too easy for me now Nigga Cole been going black since back when CDs was around What you sold, I triple debt, I can't believe these fucking clowns Look how everybody clapping when your 30s song album do a measly hundred thou If I'm betting on myself, then I completely double down If you hate it on a nigga, please don't greet me with a pound I be staying out the way, but if the beef do come around Could put an M right on your head, you Luigi brother now Trace my steps all in this game, you can see we cover ground Back and forth from NC to New York when Jeezy had the crown Vivid memories, niggas start to squeeze, we ducking down So many shells left on the ground, and make the Easter Bunny proud I get up, dust my clothes off, sleep is the cousin of death No plans to doze off, the streets that don't come with a rep I never sold soft, just creep where the hustlers crept 
and got they O's off yes, You reach sir. niggas up and like Steph to blow your nose off Cause Zoom niggas feeding all they sales and it feels swell Like we sending in Yahweh this part for me. We send it in Yahweh. That's what the fuck I'm talking about. Y'all see what the fuck. I need all artists to continue this trend of not telling us who's on the feature. Because when Lil John came through. the club, nigga. Wait, I had an idea before moving on. <laughs> oh, we are moving on, but go yeah, ahead. no, no, no. Before we do, <laughs> before I lose, because Cameron was on there, you know. So I'm, all Cameron. I'm trying to say, Cameron, Cameron, Cameron. Cameron. Um, you know how I dressed up as him for Halloween? Yes, iconic photo. We should put it on a T-shirt for the merch. Pink cause it's, it's on brain. Killer Ace. Ooh. Dip, <laughs> Kill an ace Cause I really did Like do my best work there You know You should airbrush it Oh Customatic <laughs> Joshua Customatic You said you were gonna Fucking make us Some shirts nigga I we need forget. you to make me I'm texting him Yes Text <laughs> your face With the With the With, uh, with, with the uh, cell phone You the seen pink it joint? Yeah, yeah Yeah When That's I dressed up as him For uh, Halloween yeah, yeah, I'm just saying. There's one it's on more. Brand. It's on brand. There's one sure. more song. <laughs> one more song I want to play for you guys in its entirety, just because I feel like it's it's so necessary to play in its in its entirety, and I want you guys to watch the video with me because I don't know if you guys seen this, but it's fucking incredible. <laughs> like, and I don't know who this guy is. Like, that's even the wilder part. I've never heard of this. I've I've seen him once. His name is Toby. Oh, I know who Toby, Toby? is. Toby? Mm-hmm. You said you Toby. know him, right? I said I know who he is. Like, um, I've been him. knowing him about him. Yeah. He's from Houston. He is incredible. Pardon me? The visual was really good. Unbelievable. I'm a dog, I'm a beast, and your father figured That little P365 was just that starter pistol She got a scorpion too, and a stang you just like a scorpion do If a demon get gregarious, my little Harry do do what a courtier's do That means wrong, I was told by the G's of bones Keep your lady closed, make sure she can work a pole But they wasn't referring to strip hell I'm still by faith with the clippers I done been blessed with a woman that pray heavy But turn a freak on the liquor Get with the 30 and yeah. so they mess with what they know what's next. Yeah. 
Said he listens to Fella, Griselda, and Marvin just to stay balanced. Just to stay balanced. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Like Jeez. that video is actually really, really dope. Um, for anybody that hasn't seen it, they're wearing yeah. like mint, mint green, mint green with white. And him and his yeah, mint green and white. And then him and his wife have like these the girls mint that are mint green. Oh, their aesthetic completely in, is just another. They're always world. they always. always are on brand for whatever they're gonna do, and they look like they're in like. Think of if you're in Toronto. Think of that place where there's all the graffiti in the basketball courts underpass. underneath the, the underpass. underpass. Yeah, it's yeah. like that without all the graffiti. You yeah. know what I mean? That's what type I of vibe. Like it's like a, it's me. a black gap commercial. Is it not that court? <laughs> is it is that not the same court that they do like all the videos? Like I feel like the I'm real Chris Brown yo video I'm was the sure. same court. Yes, no, yes, yes. I, that's I'm what I sure. saw. I I, I I thought it was the I'm real Chris Brown yo court. Yes. Um, I could be wrong, but. Yeah, no, I the one thing that I take away from him that I really admire as a rapper, aside from his fucking incredibly creative mind. Let me miss it. You want him on the podcast? Definitely. Let's go. Without a doubt. Let's go. Um, the thing I admire about him is he doesn't fall at, or feel the need to fall into the stereotype of, of rapper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're talking about a man who openly and boastfully talks about his wife. Yeah, Jay Z does that, but his wife's Beyonce. We yeah. get it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, he I heard a lot talks of about his guys. wife, family, yeah. being a father, like things that are a bit taboo. Like I've heard in the Method Man do it. You know, Method Man talked about his wife, and 
I feel like it's almost a, a more mm-hmm. unique situation because of what she went through as well, where it's like, yeah, I kind of got to, yeah. you know what I mean? But with him, it's just like, even just that line of, if I do a show and my baby and my, my baby mama and can't kids can't come, come I'm, I'm leaving. Yeah. I'm out. Like, but there, there's something very regal about him and something very like... Genuine. He's a genuine. whole king. It's, it's almost... It's almost like I don't want to use the word kumbaya. Like it, it, <laughs> there's something about him that's like hippie, but like hard at the same. time. I feel time. like he could you lead a I mean? cult, but I uh, also feel like he could lead an army. Yeah, it's like, like <laughs> no, he is army leader. Yeah, vibeish. Like he he looks like I, I trust him to go into battle. Facts and as just my like leader. his energy. And I know that this is a thing that they do on their songs, especially. Which I admire and I love because I feel like you've now tapped into performance. Like I feel like if you're if you're making a song and not thinking about how you're going to perform it, you shouldn't even make the song. Yeah. Because there's a lot of songs that you hear. Like there's a reason some of these hype men are up there. A lot of these rappers make the song and worry about the performance later. And like you get up on stage and realize you can't say all these words. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Which is why the hype man's there to fill in the gap so you can take a breath. And with his songs, I feel like almost all of them in its entirety is made for performance. Mm-hmm. Because not only is he performing in the video, but there's something I've noticed with, especially with successful songs in the club from working as an MC for so many years is if you want a song to work, if you want people to scream your words, scream, scream. your words. <laughs> stop, drop, shut them down, down, open up, stop. For sure. Whoa. But even more, <laughs> but the thing that he does that instills that even more, because mob mentality is more than a visual thing, it's an audio thing, I've noticed. And so when you have on a chorus, especially, a group of people, screaming it's almost like you feel forced it's like how can i sing this at a normal level there's 13 people on this hook screaming at the top of their lungs yeah. you know what i mean and that energy and it's just so fun and so it's like fun and infectious i don't know why people have been t- hating somebody said they seen on uh tiktok for your page and people were hating and then like on twitter i seen some comments like what the fuck is this but like yo people were clowning why that? can't you just be happy of black people just screaming and jumping up and down and just doing whatever because white people do it Listen, right. I understand all the rock and metal music. They be screaming up and down like. Ah! I understand in the USA. Like, for me, <laughs> I, for us especially, I feel like we're it, it's it, especially for the people who follow him and have seen his music. It's different because you don't. For people who don't know, they might not know. Homegirl on the second part of the track is his wife, mm. and that's what makes this even more special. Yeah. They don't know that the producer with the afro is his sister. You know what I mean? Like it's a they, whole family. It's a whole thing. family thing. They're a group. They're not. He's not just by himself. I think they, they're a group. No, yeah, they, <laughs> they are. have they have multiple songs together. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And if you don't know that, I kind of understand, especially when Fat comes in. Her her voice isn't especially screaming. It's unconventional. It's unconventional. You're not used to hearing that tone. If you didn't see her pregnant, it would, and you just listened to the song by itself. Yeah, you wouldn't get it. You wouldn't get the it. Visuals really do it justice. Yeah. I feel like, oh man, the visuals. How can you see that in this? Yeah. How? How? It gave me This Is America vibes. Yeah. Minus, you know. Yeah. The this is America. 
Yeah. <laughs> Mine is childish. <laughs> um, it, I feel like uh, it's very easy to give that vibe when it, first of all, it's a two shot. There's, yeah. there's two shots realistic. Well, three that I can count. When, he's on the, when they're on the floor, when he gets up and when changes off, the camera with his hands. And then he's and then sitting on top he, of the net. Yeah, and when he's singing on top of the well, that's the first that's the first transition when he's sing, sitting on top of the net to him switching it with his hands and he's there in front of the guys, and then he makes way for his especially the making way for his wife part. Yeah. I feel like that was a very childish. Uh, um, I mean, sorry, not childish. A very uh, this is America transition mm. of choreography, especially when you're talking about so many moving parts throughout yes. the video. Um, but I seen Kev on stage. Uh, post him a while back with uh, Try Jesus, mm-hmm. Not Me. And that was the first song I ever heard by him. And I was like, yo, this guy is unique. You're talking a big, big guy. Big dude. Grills, beard, all that. But the aesthetic is so artsy. Mm-hmm. So like contrast to what he looks like. That it's almost like, oh, you you gotta be an artist. You gotta be an artist, artist. Like, <laughs> you're not just a regular yeah. rapper. You know what I mean? You can you can see that by just looking at him the first time. So everything about him. Yeah, I was just on his Instagram too because I haven't been on there in a while, and it's just like all his family. You know, like his yeah. kids are all up and down it, and those videos of him talking about fatherhood, like and they have like a series asking the kids questions, and, and him. And him. He so talks cute. about fatherhood and it's just like he has this method of putting them to sleep but he has them both on like both knees. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, this is fatherhood. Yeah. <laughs> just tripling them this on his knees. This is fatherhood. Okay, I just messaged <laughs> both my peoples for Rico Nas- Nasty and Toby. Perfect. Mm. Beautiful. Let's go. Perfect. <laughs> Gravy gang. It's going to happen. We gonna get them on. Put it into the air. This, sure. this creative, creative juices. Um, what else happened this week? Anything noteworthy that you guys? Oh, wait. Something we don't do every week <laughs> that we need to do. That every we week. need to do. That you're supposed to be reminding me every hey. fucking week, bitch ass. Good youth of the week. It's our good youth of the week. It's such a good blood clot. What's up? Good youth. Wow. Every game, everybody have a lot of car dealerships on them. You're just going so in here into this world. Super fan. Super fan Nav! The original Toronto Nav. The original Nav. The original Brown Boy. The first Brown Boy from the Rex. Yep. And from the West. He Super fan is the first. Basketball fan, and I will go out on a limb and probably say sports fan ever inducted into the Hall of Fame. Yes, no, it is. It said it that is. he, he is, is official, yeah. first sports fan, period, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. Yes. wow, because it wow. took. Did, did here's the thing did he keep on going to the games in Tampa? Or? Yes, the bubble, the bubble. he went the to the games in the bubble. So I don't think he's been this year. When it took it took COVID and a pandemic for him to to miss games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is crazy. Listen, all I know is uh, Spike Lee and Jack Nicholson. 
have got to fight. Nothing. <laughs> They've got to fight. Spike Lee has to fight somebody, Adam Silver or David Sir. One of them niggas got to hate this nigga because it doesn't. Spike Lee is not in before Super Nav. I get it, but I don't. <laughs> At the he's same had, time, he's had he's had season tickets since the first game that Toronto ever played here, and yeah. I'm talking about multiple season tickets. He doesn't only have like the front row; he has multiple within the arena that he mm. gives to his employees and friends and whoever else. Same thing with Spike, and man. he goes to you know. Spike would go to New York, Madison Square Garden games, and Spike would travel for the playoffs. Like the team, yeah. but did, but so has he that, missed? Spike has, he, has Spike, Spike missed games though? Of course, he's probably oh, missed right. yeah. some games. Nav but has. it doesn't. Nav has. But still, you're talking. Okay, first of all, Spike Lee is a part of actual basketball history. Mind like, you, Spike you was coming to the games from early games that resulted in a certain way because of Spike Lee. Mind you, Spike was coming from mid from early nineties. Okay. Early nineties yeah. basketball. Yeah. Okay. Early nineties Knicks. Nav is ninety five. So 95, 96. That's not far after. It's not far after. I'm not talking about anything in terms of like I know Nav's probably been to way more games than Spike yeah. Lee. Spike Lee has to direct movies. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's probably the only thing that stops Spike Lee from going to a game, to be honest. But we're talking Bro, bro, mm -hmm. his, his, his footprint is all over basketball. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? When you talk about the greatest basketball player of all time, who is his henchman in commercials? Spike Lee. We're talking about the game where um, the deciding uh, game in a Pacers-Chicago Bulls match. The jump! And he looks, at, I mean, Pacers-Knicks match, and he looks at Spike. Reggie! Reggie gives him the choking sign. Spike is the reason they lost that game. Because yeah. Spike is just running his mouth too much. Yeah. Scotty Pippen dunks the fuck out of Patrick Ewing. Woo. Steps over him. Walks off. Spike Lee talking in spot. Scotty Pippen's there. Sit your ass down. Sit your bitch ass down. Another great moment in basketball. Friggin' um, um, oh, what's that? Oh, how am I forgetting this? It was just on my mind. Not what did he direct? He's got game. Who directed? Yeah, he's yeah, got game. He did. He did. Yeah. Spike Lee, right? Yeah, Spike Lee. Ray Allen, Denzel. Yeah. Big moment. What else? There's more. There's, Is he there's man, more. Is it white man can't jump? Was that Spike? No, I don't know. no, no. That's not. That's not. He made not. Jordans even bigger. In it's gotta be Do the, the right thing. Yeah. Right around. He stepped on my J's. Yeah, seven, eight, nine. That's it. That. Stepped on my J's. Literally became a song. 20 years later. <laughs> All right. Do the right thing. That, Do the right thing, yeah. Didn't that not have basketball in it? Well, it had yeah. the shoes, yeah. Mm. Stepped on my J's, money. Um, Spike Lee, just even in, in movies, Spike Lee is in the movies as a basketball fan. So it's like, it's just weird, man. It's weird that so Spike hasn't that he, joined it. So you he should have got it? You Spike said or Jack? Got, you said he got game, right? Yeah, even Jack. When's Jack missed an L.A. game? They're next, yeah. They have when is Jack missed an L.A. game? Yeah, yeah. They're next. I think it's because, you He's know. He's 80 Showtime Lakers, so yeah. Kobe. No, no, no. Comes to Madison Square Garden. Spike Lee says, I'm going to do a documentary on you. And Kobe's like, so, okay, how much you want? Spike's like, give me 60. He gives him 63. 
A spike. Mm. <laughs> like, how do you not put this guy in the Hall of Fame you over Nav? I love Nav. He's Great guy. Yeah, Spike's next. Yeah, yeah. Spike, come on. Spike and Jack? Do you think That's because Nav has got Guinness Book record shit. Record yeah, he's got you know some like, spending frivolous You can't, he, yeah. he hasn't missed one. No, game. do you think it's because. I really think it's politics. You, no, I do think it's because he's just regular compared to Spike Lee and. Are you I regular when you have over 12 car dealerships? You're regular? He doesn't have that many. He does. No, well, he at one point, he had that many. I don't know he if he doesn't. has that Listen, many. my mom works for him. Okay? I don't know so how much he has he currently. Like, he I don't care. He doesn't have 12. I really don't give a shit. He has like fucking exact. You think I know how many car dealers? But that was very no, convincing no, to almost but, like, 12 or something. I, just almost, said, I said 14 <laughs> before that. And I said 12 right afterwards, like a second later. You guys think I know how many car dealerships the man has? I get it. I get it. I get it. Nigga rich. No, he is rich. He lives on Mississauga Road. He yes, has he a Royal. He has a Bentley. Whoa. He has all of that stuff. Whoa. He's rich, okay? We know that he's Mississauga rich. Road. But all I'm saying is that, like, compared to Spike Lee and what's the name? Jack, 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 Jack Nicholson. Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. He they are famous. They're celebrities. And they have, like, you know what I mean? Like, he has his own fame here, maybe. Do you know what I mean? No, he has some, his fame around no, 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 like you could, some, you could To, like, Indian, like, no, he does. Because I was in New York one time, and I got an Uber driver from the airport to my hotel, and he was Indian. And he was like, oh, where are you from? Da, da, da. I said, Toronto. He's like, oh, you know, Nav, Batia. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, my mom works with him. <laughs> so I definitely know him. And... <laughs> But like I feel Drake is is more comparable, more comparable to like Jack and yeah, like they have this, they have like stardom, you know, like yeah, real celebrity stardom. status to them. Well, what does that Nav, have to do with Nav anything? Is like when it really comes to popular. basketball, what does that have to do with it? They sit in the same kind of seats. Nav because, is one seat because away. He's technically a quote unquote regular person that has just become amplified because he has all of these. He's, he's not a regular stuff. person, guys. No, he's, he's a regular person. Car dealerships yeah. and has the money to. Yo, but any, oh every year. exactly. But anybody that's sitting courtside, right? There's Celebrity. mad people that sit courtside, yeah. but nobody, nobody ever gets shows as much dedication to a franchise like he does. I so understand that. that. I'm and just because saying he that has just the because money. They're celebrities does not mean that they're not regular fans. Yeah, you guys are putting this celebrity but, thing on no, them. Like no, celebrity, but celebrity I'm makes a difference. I'm trying to justify why they the would. I'm trying to justify why they would. So they're. They're like, okay, there's this person who, yes, he's rich, obviously, because you got to be rich to be able to afford all these fucking season ticket holders, for, mm. tickets for yeah. all these years. Yeah. But he's not a celebrity. And the only reason why people know who he is mm -hmm. outside of the dealership and outside of whatever is it's because, because of his he is a super fan. I understand. You that. know? I completely and understand that. everything you guys are saying. I'm still saying that doesn't make him any different from Spike Lee or Jack Nicholson to, my, to me. <laughs> I, I don't care what you guys are saying. Celebrities aren't special to me. He's you guys like, are special to y'all. Like, you guys are putting like this title on celebrities. Celebrity, like. They didn't get the seats because they were celebrities. They paid for them just like he did. If they lived in Toronto, they would have paid and got the same seats. No, but it's the they fact have. that he's a super fan and he's been but more the camera, than all of them. The camera doesn't go to spot, won't go to Navbati until he becomes super fan. I understand. Listen, I'm not refuting yeah. that. You guys are keep saying that's this like difference. I'm refuting it's it. His celebrity but it's that not makes a the difference. difference. They're all super. Are they not all super fans? No, but can the we say that Spike Lee, Jack Nicholson, it's the celebrity that makes fans. the difference. That's all we're saying. But how? 
It's because they're celebrities. That's not a good enough answer. No, so they're essentially like, they're essentially like, okay, they get all this fame, like whatever. Like, Mm -hmm. let's thank him for supporting this for so long. Okay. When he's not. I see that angle. Anybody compared to whatever. I see that angle now. That's all I was asking. In Hollywood. What is the special thing? Because to me, they're not special because they're celebrities. They paid for the tickets yeah, just yeah, like he did. Yeah, yeah. So I'm asking you guys, what's the spe- I don't get what the celebrity angle is. Yeah. I'm but saying I understand the, N- it more the now. NBA will, will, will pan their camera and say, look who we have in the crowd today. We got Jack Nicholson mm-hmm. in the crowd. We got Spike Lee in attendance. Yeah. They're not going, we have Nav Bhatia here from Hyundai. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. until like 10 years later when they're like, ah, we have Nav here who's been here for that. 10 years straight. And, it's the, and it. that's really the difference. I get it. But that, did that make him a celebrity? Eventually, in a hometown celebrity. So, Nav is a celebrity, correct? Here. No, no, not here. Not here. She just said she went into a random taxi and somebody asked her about it. He is not a celebrity just here. Within the Sikh Indian community. I'm saying that he is no one here. So, I don't think he's a celebrity. I think he is very popular. Get down on the phone. Do you know what I mean? I think he's a celebrity. Don't Once make he, me. I think when everybody in the NBA, not just fans or, or Toronto fans, but we're talking NBA players. We can, have, okay, no, no, no. We can say he's definitely a local celebrity. And he definitely has the NBA fans because, you know, he gives them cars and stuff like that. Yeah. Right? So that's his whole, like, let me get in with them because he's like, I'm going to give you a car. And you course, know what yeah. I mean? And you know how long huh? Hyundai has been the official Raptors car? For a long, like there was a, a small, there was a small time Kia came into the mix because the NBA had Kia. But Kia, the, yeah, that but was huge. And they yeah. was been the Toronto's car for wow. years just because Nav alone. Wow, yeah, yeah. that's. But big. I think that like people outside of it really know him because he's a very successful Indian. Like seek businessman, man. yeah, yeah. Period, yeah, for sure. For because sure. he talks about his story all the time, like coming here from India, not n- having anything. Got to get him um, on the podcast. Oh my god! Okay, I'm you know, I got you. Got you. <laughs> Do your work. <laughs> Do your work. Do your bidding. Um, <laughs> it's okay. Every She's time our I see him, manager. Every time I see him, he's like, "Okay, what are you doing now? Do you need help?" I was like. He just seems no. like such a genuinely caring <laughs> I was like, person too. I was huh? like, yo, they opened the roti spot across the street from my house. Like, um, I don't, I think it's like this Asian, like not South Asian roti. Um, I don't know, like a fast food joint. I yeah. don't even remember what it's called. To go up against roti lady? Yeah. Oh no. And so they opened it across the street and it's attached to the gas station. And oh. I told him that because he is like the little spokesperson for it. Like they use his face and stuff oh, like wow. that as oh, like a cartoon. Wow. Yes, that one. I and don't know what it's a, called. And he's not a celebrity. <laughs> and so, and so, so, he is now, but he wasn't to start. Yeah. And so, the last time I seen him, he was just like, "What are you doing now? Do you need help?" And I'm just like, mm, "I don't know what if you're really going to help." My mom works there. My mom works for Hyundai. So but yeah, that's why I bought it myself. Hello, it still came on my pocket. I may or may not have had a seven thousand dollar discount, but. <laughs> I still bought it out of my pocket, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Shit, I wish I knew every black person and the one Indian person that I should know. It's my mom, she's white. Oh, Anyways, man. um, no, but so, shout yeah, out to and him, he man. he gave me all these cards. He was like, "I need you to go try it," and he gave me all these discount cards for it. And I was like, "Okay." How far? Like, 
He's drunk. He's drunk. <laughs> that boy's stumbling. <laughs> you saw it? You saw it? <laughs> exactly, Sam. Saving. Saving. <laughs> Gotta keep as much money boy in my pocket. Boy got up and <laughs> gave the camera the sweet chin music. And y'all calling me clumsy. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, um, no, but shout out to him. He seems like he has like just a huge heart, man. Wait, like, so I was going to say that he um, came here from India, essentially didn't have anything, and he started working at the dealership. Don't tell us his story if he comes coming on Just finish what you're saying on here i want to know <laughs> this is, this. she looks at me like i'm so confused go ahead tell the story fuck that am i gonna get fired <laughs> fuck super fan <laughs> fuck you telling your story oh don't joke me <laughs> don't joke with me nigga <laughs> I'm, I'm not in the middle <laughs> Alicia, you are in breach of your contract. You are fired. And then it's going to be me. It's going to be Norman A. <laughs> Blink twice if you could care. Norm's going to come out with this story. Uh, Marlon talked to me inappropriately. <laughs> inappropriately. It was um, bad. So he started, he decided to work at like the uh, dealership or whatever the case may be. And. Um, <laughs> Jada's like, you're going to say you disrespected your fans and our content. <laughs> That's what you're going to say. Yeah, me? <laughs> <laughs> you abandoned the fans. Oh, my God. And, um, yeah, apparently they, like, didn't really respect him because he was Indian. And they essentially just, you know, made fun of him. Um, didn't really fuck with him at all. Thought that he wasn't going to succeed. I think his boss was like, you're not going to succeed here. Go back to India. Do you know what like, time frame this stuff. was? I mean, years ago. <laughs> like, no, but when I mean, he like, first came to was it from 80s? India. Oh, okay. I don't know. It was forever okay. ago. So, you know, more racist people or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Further back, the more racist. The more <laughs> racist people. Um, <laughs> so I'm, so I'm she's trying to see how far back. Yeah. I'm like, I don't how, know when exactly. How bad was but the he was just like, you know what? I'm going to. I'm determined to prove them wrong. And he just started like selling the most cars ever and yeah. selling the most cars. And then he was like, fuck this. I'm buying the place. And then yeah. bought the next place and all that other shit. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. That's a fucking come up story right there. Definitely. Shout out to Nav, man. Can't wait to have this guy and, on the pod. And he adopted a girl. His daughter is adopted. What? Mm -hmm. He only has one daughter? Mm hmm. Oh, Whoa. wow. She's spoiled as fuck for sure. She's oh, gonna well, be. She gonna be rich. Well, I mean, he she did put everything. all his money into his love <laughs> child called the Raptors. I always wondered, how, mm. like, if his family life was ever disrupted because of, like, how often he would go to the games and, like, how understanding his wife would be or yeah. anything like no, that. No, he, says that. he says that. He misses birthdays and, and wedding anniversaries to go to the games. Yeah. Okay, that's a little obsessive. You could definitely take your wife. Like, you have multiple. Does she want to go? You have multiple seats in that bitch. <laughs> Probably not, but I have met her because she, um, there was, what's that racist restaurant called? Uh, Cactus Club. Yeah. Me and Norm went, Cactus Club. Services. Time. They had this like little PR summer event or whatever the case may be. And um, I'm picturing that TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Cactus Club. <laughs> I'm just going to end it there. 
<laughs> What's that racist restaurant? Cactus, Cactus Club. Club. Done. <laughs> <laughs> it's the whole TikTok right there. I didn't like Steve Harvey and shit like that. <laughs> Survey says. <laughs> oh, hell. Okay, yeah. So um, we went there and it was just like in one of those influencer, like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm. Like, they'll feed us for free, <laughs> yeah. drinks for free. Open bar. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so they invited him and his marketing manager was there and his wife was there. They both showed up. And like, it was crazy. So many people were actually going up to him. But I was going up to him for a different reason. Cause I'm like, yo, I'm not gonna walk past this man. Like, do you know what I mean? Like he's walking clout Him and people. his marketing manager know who I am. So I'm just like, I can't walk past these people and like not say not hi. Say That's disrespectful, up. you know yeah. what I'm saying? And so yeah, like his wife was there. And so I introduced myself and I was like, yeah, my mom's worked with Nav for like years now. So yeah, she was just like so quiet, but she nice. did go out, but yeah. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah, no, he's he's walking clout in this city now. If you see Nav, you, people probably want a picture immediately. Oh, for sure. Um, but like I said, like yeah, he just seems like he just has such a big heart, and like you just see, like I know that moment in uh, in Oakland when we won. What we're one game away from the championship, or t- no, two games. Sorry, two games away from the championship. It was like game five or game four. And we're in Oakland, and there's that moment where we, all our fans stayed in the arena, yeah. right? Mm. And Nav is choir directing the yeah, whole yeah. Canada. <laughs> and I was just like, this is perfect. Oh, like, there's nobody else I would want to be campaigning and, and being our ambassador in this moment. Yeah. Like Drake is cool, whatever, but this but is nah, our guy. He's people's champ. Yeah, like, this, this is our guy, guy man. Like, Real from the bottom. And just to see him in that moment, get to share that moment with the Raptors, get to get a ring, get to like, yeah. you know, just to see that they they held him down felt really good to me as like just as a city, like because you get that. I don't know. It's such a huge city, but at the same time, you get that small city vibe a lot when you're here. Cause everybody like is so connected and it, it just seems like it's a smaller city than what's presented. Yeah. And for him to get such recognition to, to get such accolades while the Raptors are doing it at the same time, just felt so right. And yeah. like it made, it made my heart warm. It made it come full circle for mm. me. I, I, I wouldn't have felt right if, we won, and he like and he wasn't, wasn't there. there. Yeah, yeah. You know It'd what I mean? So nah, he it was gonna be, be so there. weird. He was gonna be there. For Would sure. it feel like a championship if he's not there? Nah, he has to be on stage with him. Like it's like the Guyanese flag not being a Jurassic Park. What? <laughs> Guyanese flag is in Jurassic every Park every year. Jurassic every year. Park. Oh, you mean at? I was thinking, thinking about, about the, the movie. movie. <laughs> 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 Wait, just a T Rex. <laughs> oh my god! I feel like he'd give Jagmeet Singh a run for his money politically. Oh yeah, I feel like super fan, especially in this era of clout politicians. Um, <laughs> he could he could get it. Listen, he could be mayor about, of Toronto for sure. I thought about me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm Y'all so fed up. Yeah. I thought about.
of me in I'm 2030. I'm so fed up. 20, 30 years. I'm like. You could definitely run for hey, like. man. People, people yeah, going to know counselor. me 20, 30 years. My generation going to be there to voters. No, you could definitely do it. Because like, you know, Marcy Ian from um, The Social. Yes. She's been a part of like uh, Canada or Ontario, Toronto broadcast forever. Really long. And she decided to like stop being a part of the social so that she could run for Toronto East or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I seen her sure get sworn in. That was yeah, a great day. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Amazing day. She probably man. got more money too. I mean, who knows? Who hundred knows? Thousand, they get a hundred thousand minimum. For me, it's more so like... Sometimes it's like, sometimes you just got to change your community. Facts. Like sometimes it gets to a point where it's just like, oh, there's not enough. Because you know what? I don't know what exactly it was, but... <clears throat> I don't know if it was for Black History Month or something. And so all the counselors and stuff like that jumped on, whoever is a part of parliament jumped on a Zoom call or whatever. Mm. And they had this little cake that said like, happy Black History Month or some shit like that. And I looked around the Zoom and there was like two black people. Yeah, I remember seeing you tweet. There was about her this. and then somebody else. And then there was like somebody that looked like they could have been like Guyanese, Trini. But mm -hmm. like, bro, yeah, you're yeah. still Indian and like all white people. Yep. You know what I mean? And I was just like, uh, maybe I should start by getting some more black people. <laughs> like, how that. about that? <laughs> They're gonna learn one day, man. They're gonna learn one how day. How about that? Thank you guys so mm. much. Another week, another yeah. banger. Oh. Great Thank episode. Norm is bike. We hope. I'm you know COVID what that free. means. Yay. It's COVID free. Norm is back. And outside is, outside is blessed. So you guys know Did what that means. Did you see how many people are at the fucking beach when we were coming uh, in? Uh, the city's off the well, my chain ankle's right better. Yeah. I'm sorry. Your ankle going to have to wait. I'm giving Norm this work first. Yo, oh, bro. Okay, are whatever. you ready? What? Let's I'm do this. Norm I, just this work I just first. don't want you to expect to you. Uh, I'm dropping you know. 20 on Norm. I'm okay, let's Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be all in there like, oh my god! You have to commentate <laughs> and videotape it, please. Oh my god! I'm ready. I play Sundays uh, and Tuesdays, bro. Christy Pitts, find me. Let's go. Christy Pitts, see, my boy is playing there on Sunday too, and he's like, it was like four hours of Christy Pitts. I'm like, what? Sunday mornings, bro. Come find me, man. I'm there. <sighs> Sunday. Christy Pitts. You don't want this. You don't want this, bro. I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna bring Goldie Cox out. Bring Goldie Cox; he can get the work too. I'll, I'll show both of y'all. Okay, okay, Big Norm. A little shows. Jordan. I'm jo I'll, show you the, I'll show you the good show. half of Jordan Clarkson. Okay, Big I'm gonna Norm. embarrass Norm, <laughs> and it will live on Patreon until the end of oh, time. Oh man! Oh my um, gosh! Thank you guys. I'm not Ebon, okay? <laughs> wow. Shout out to Ebon. Shout out to the Patreon gang, 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 and his bitch. See y'all niggas, man. Shout out to all the Patreon gang members. Shout out to our new Patreon gang members that welcome, slid through welcome. this week. Welcome to the gang. Um, like I said, every week, you guys can join the Patreon for $2, $5, or $10 and uh -huh. support the podcast. We don't get paid at all. Uh -huh. uh, so that would greatly help. Um, My pocket's looking dry. You know no Joe Button numbers out here. <laughs> all the money we get goes back into the studio. So we get <laughs> nothing. Right. Um, but thank you guys so much. We get a, a lot of pleasure from bringing you guys some entertainment every week. Uh, really enjoy I know I really enjoy it. Yeah. Um, I, I can't speak for Alicia. She... You know. What? You really enjoy it? I can't so, speak for you. I don't know. Because you're a black woman. 
<laughs> I speak for him. He's eight. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Stopping API. Thank you guys so much for tuning in another week. Shout out to Key Radio. Make sure you guys tuning in two o'clock on Wednesdays live. Key Radio. Download live the app. Um, tons of shows, blah, tons blah, of music blah. for you guys. Oh my gosh! I oh talked gosh. to the ex today. <gasps> oh, hold on. And he hold said, on. No, don't, "Don't say nothing. We we'll put on the Patreon." No, he said, "When do I need to call in? When is it my time to shine?" <laughs> Next week. Yeah, damn it. God damn. <laughs> Next week we got Alicia's ex on the show. Ooh. It's going down. I'm Marlon. I'm Norm. I'm Alicia. And that was the extra gravy. Yes, go suck them. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.